For advertising opportunities for the following show, email us at cornerpubsports at gmail.com. It's time for the best pubcast around, Corner Pub Sports. The gang is all here gathered around the bar to bring you their opinions on the latest sports topics while drinking their favorite brews. Follow the gang on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Corner Pub Sports and on cornerpubsports.com. You can also join in the conversation by texting 267-277-3406. Now, grab a cold one, sit back, and enjoy the show. Welcome to the pub. How you doing? This is Leonard Weaver, and you're listening to Corner Pub Sports, baby. Shut up! Oh my God, I don't care! Corner Pub Sports. Brought to you by Wildfire Radio. Everybody, what's up? Friday night! What's going on? We are Corner Pub Sports. Coming at you here live Friday night on Wildfire Radio Stream 3. And of course, if you're downloading on cornerpubsports.com, if you're downloading on iTunes, Stitcher, Satchel, TuneIn, you name it, we are on it. We are Corner Pub Sports coming at you live here from the bar. I'm Sean. What's up? It's Mike. We're a little short-handed today, uh, so Gary will be on in a few minutes. Uh, Gary, Gary's on his way. Yeah, it's all right. You know, the show must go on. The show That's must right. go on. Um, BA, we're so, professionals. We make it work. Yes, he he's like our special guest tonight. You know, Gary. <laughs> you know, just show up. It's probably a good thing that he's not here right now because I think he needs to sober up. <laughs> we were uh, pre-gaming at Naked Brewing, which, by the way, beer is good. Beer is good. Beer is good. Naked Brewing hooked us up tonight, as always. Uh, Thank you to those guys. Fantastic brewery, fantastic beer, great guys. and Yeah, I just can't say enough good things about them. They are awesome people. Uh, Brian and the crew over there. Check them out at nakedbrewingcompany.com. Uh, you know, Misty, uh, the, whole, the whole crew over there um, hooked us up. So we got some uh, Buck Naked we're about to crack open. Nice. Buck Naked's a, uh, it's a creamy ale. It's, it's so good. It's so good. Yeah, they got, uh, like I don't know what they have going on this weekend, but every weekend they got like lunch trucks and, and they always got you know they're really creative in their ways of, of kind of you know coming up with uh, different um, different uh, you know yeah different flavors they, different things we were there. they opened this uh, a six door today of something called uh, oh, what the fuck was it called it was a, it was a it was like a margarita beer. It was jalapeno. Out of busyness or something? Uh, yeah, yeah, that. something like that. Yeah, it was something. Cool. Yeah, jalapeno, um, so, like salt, lime, like stuff like that in yeah. a beer. It was, uh, it was interesting. Like I'm not a big margarita person. Right. Um, it, it tasted, I don't like the jalapeno beer that much. Typically, it was spicy. Yeah. It, it had a. I mean, Gary's like no. Yeah. You know, but Gary had two beers and he was drunk already. So I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm glad he. Went home and sobered up before yeah. he comes over because he was a fucking mess earlier. So you were talking about, like, you, you said I was going to like the song. Definitely love the song. Love Pearl Jam. Is this the first time that we're playing Pearl Jam? Uh, on the show? Um, yeah, I think it is. 
That's crazy. I think it is, yeah. That's yeah. like one of the top five bands. Yeah. That's both of our, one of our. Well, think about it. I, I've only, I think I've only played Metallica once. Yeah, I know. You know, I, I you know, on purpose. You know? Yeah, I mean, we always try to mix it up. I'm just surprised that it's, it's taken this long to get the world to you. <laughs> I just got text. Mike's like, Mike likes the cream ale. <laughs> Creamy ale splat. It's another text I got. Uh, so that's either got to be Jawjerker or more than likely um, the Cowboys fan. Nope. You got one right. Well, the uh, jaw, uh, jaw said creamy ale splat. Oh. Callie. Oh, nice guess. Good job. Yes, Callie. Uh, so. Whatever, Callinator, fathead. <laughs> so, uh, I think we should talk about the fact that we, we're going to have a, a very special guest on the show tonight. Brandon Lee Galton of Bleeding Green Nation is going to be on the program tonight in about 20 minutes as you going to be calling nice. it. We're going to dissect the uh, Eagles game last night, but we're also, more importantly to me, um, just look ahead. You know, we're going to look ahead at the season. Uh, maybe we'll ask him where he was at the Super Bowl, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. You know, I'm sure he's covering the team, but, like, you know, we'll find out We'll find out a little bit more. You know what's going to be a good question for him and one that I want to get into is what – did anything change after yesterday's game or what's your – What's your reaction? What does it matter at all, or you know anything like that? Like, is it did, did the poor performance yesterday change your feelings on either the season? Does it make you obviously if they won the game more, like you feel a little bit better, and now you feel a little I don't bit worse? Care. I don't care about that. I don't care if they would have came back in the fourth quarter and beat the Patriots. It doesn't well, matter. No, to me. not about the not about who won or lost, but, but the overall the, feel of the team. Yeah, I mean, I'm not just, worried about it. Yeah, I mean, I'm not either. Um, they're, they're, they're coming out vanilla, you know. They're doing a vanilla, uh, vanilla offense. Um, everybody remembers the Green Bay game that they won, and everybody got fired up that this, this team's going to the Super Bowl. Oh, when uh, when uh, Bradford was nine for nine, yeah, with a touchdown or twelve for twelve, wherever he was, yeah, yeah, he's perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, dude, what a great! I, I love that album. Real quick, five albums you can't live without. Ten's on there. Yeah, ten's on that list. Yeah. Ten's on that list for me. I'm gonna go ten. I'm gonna go uh, Ride the Lightning. I'm gonna go. Um, I might get the Black album. Okay, that's fair enough. I can't argue. Up, uh, I'm gonna go. Um, uh, uh, Jesus, Antichrist Superstar by Marilyn Manson. It's like to oh, me, it's a it's, wow. it's a classic. Diamondized by Deftones. And. Uh, I gotta go classic, alright? I gotta go something classic. I mean, fuck, you can't go wrong with that White Album by the Beatles. You can't go wrong with Abbey Road. You can't go wrong with either of those. Yeah, I mean, I would probably throw uh, The Wall. I was gonna say The Wall is another one. Dark Side of the Moon is another one. Yeah. Yeah, because you need some classic in there, right? Mellow, mellow mm-hmm. music. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with one of those. Yeah. You're stuck on an island? Yeah. Um, so that's, that's three. Um, man, I don't know. Throwing Copper. Throwing copper is a good one too. Might be one that I would yeah, throw out that's, there. That's, you know what? That's a good point. Yeah. Um, I love that album, man. I might actually. My fifth might be um, maybe like Petty's greatest hits. Can I go greatest hits, or is that is that cheating? It's an album. Who's next from the Who? I mean, uh, Petty's. I mean, Petty's greatest. Uh, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers' greatest hits is an album, right? right. So I, I don't see why not. So yeah, I mean that. Who's next from the Who is probably 
another one. Going, I don't know if I'm going who's Thomas. next over Quadrophenia. Ugh. Um, Tommy Quadrophenia. Tom. Yeah, Tommy's another one. Yeah. yeah. It's tough. Yeah, it's tough. Five's tough. Yeah. Yeah. That's how we roll. But while we're speaking of albums and artists, Aretha Franklin passed yeah. away last night. Um, so, what's your thoughts on Aretha Franklin? Oh. Jesus, dude. I, I mean, if you want to go top five singers of all, t- top five voices of all time, she's there. Yeah, you know what? She's was, on that list. I, I was mean, thinking about it. So she's what, like probably 70s? 50s, 60s, 70s, yeah. Right. I mean, what you mean when she was performing? Yeah. Oh, yeah, she was in the Motown era. She was in all that. I mean, 50s, right. 60s, 70s. So, I mean, she might be she the continued. Voice I mean, the R&B stuff. I mean, she continued. She, you know, wasn't as active, but she's, I mean, still. Yeah, so I mean, like I'm thinking about it. Like, there's there's a voice of the decade, and and mainly I guess you go female voices. Female voice of the decade for the '70s is probably Aretha Franklin. '80s, I'm probably going Whitney Houston. '90s, Mariah Carey. Hmm. '2000s, Christina Aguilera, and '2010s, I would go Adele. I'm not gonna argue with Adele at all. Um, um I mean. Whitney Houston is kind of more in the 90s, though, too. Well, that's I, I call their 90s. Well, oh, no, you I said, said 80s. 80s. Yeah. You said 80s. Uh, shit. I, I mean, look, I, when you name those names, I'm not going to argue with any of them. Um, I mean, I'm sure that you could throw some, oh, yeah. a couple other ones in yeah, there yeah, that you yeah. might say, hey, you know, what about so-and-so? But, yeah, I, I don't I, – I can't argue with any of them. I mean, Aretha Franklin was – I mean – Look, first of all, I, I will say this. She did kind of put a little sour taste in my mouth when she took 16 minutes to do the national anthem the one time. <laughs> that was a little that was a little much. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah. It was a little much. Yeah. Uh, some, someone said Madonna. Fuck that. Uh, I can't read what he just wrote. He said Madonna. Yeah, you can't do Madonna. Uh, Madonna, no. to me, the Madonna didn't. I, I think Madonna. I think Madonna's voice was No, like, I agree. She, she was a good performer, not a good singer. No. Not a good singer. Um, <laughs> so you don't know what this... Uh, Callie said Fergie. Stop it. He said Fergalicious. Stop it. Um, you have a voice like Jesus and Fergie. So you don't know what this song's from. This no, is from a yeah. movie. Uh, I, so I texted Sean. I told him we didn't want to do respect. Everybody does respect. So we want the honor. And I thought that this would be a good background song to be kind right. of playing while we're you know talking and stuff it's in a uh, in a epic movie that Sean knows pretty well in a not a really epic scene but kind of like a known scene so um, do you want a hint for it sure it's a De Niro movie I was gonna say Jackie Brown no but it's not Jackie Brown not Jackie Brown Man, I think it was a Scorsese. That should give it away, probably. Casino? It's not Goodfellas. No. A casino, not Goodfellas. Scorsese, De Niro. I don't know. Cape Fear. Was it really? Yeah. When I, he's, I don't, I don't remember that. I, I when honestly. He's, when he's talking to, um, when he first uh, the calls re, the remake with uh, what's her face? Uh, yeah. Jennifer. Or Je- Paul, Paul uh, I can't remember her name. 
Chain, chain, chain. Oh, play another song. Chain, chain, chain. That's a great one. Too. Well, let's not start sucking each other's um, dicks quite yet. Yeah, what the <laughs> hell's uh, uh, yeah, Jan- Jeanette or what? Uh, Jesus Christ! Yeah, the one Juliet. Juliet Lewis. Juliet. Yeah, Lewis. yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's talking to Juliet Lewis. He's like doing his like crunches or something. It's like the first time that he called in the eye. He's pretending. Oh uh, yeah, a when professor. she's laying in bed, and she's playing with her hair. Yeah, and, and that song's playing, and it's in the background. He starts singing it. Oh man, I don't, yeah. I mean, I remember the scene. I don't remember. Her, I don't remember that. I got to be honest with you. Yeah. Usually, I'm pretty good at that shit. Yeah, I don't remember that. Yeah, that's weird. I'm usually the uh, opposite. I'm usually the one. That's, that's funny. Like, no so, yeah, she's playing with her hair. And she's she's got the braces. Yeah. Right. And it's like, and all of a sudden, you start turning it up, and he starts singing it, and she's like, yeah. oh, like yeah. Uh, you know, um, yeah. I mean, oh, it sounds like Gary's in the house. Uh, yeah, I, that's I, that's funny. I don't I don't recall that actual song. That that's funny. Um, but that's interesting. Good call by you, man. Good call by you, in, in, uh, indeed. G A R Y Gary. Gary's in the house. What's up, brother? Yeah, I hear you. Well, Gary seems like he's he needs a beer. I do need a beer. Well, there you go. There's some uh, buck naked for you, brother. Are you sitting over there? Are you sitting over here? Sit over. Chris don't like that we didn't test, but okay. <laughs> yeah, you always sit there. What? What the? F- no, no. He was just at the other one. And he's, That's uh, what I'm saying. Like what, his glass. Can you grab his glass for me? Uh, can yeah. you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Turn that. What's up, man? Sorry, fellas. How you feeling? That's all right, man. How you feeling? Got family you stuff right? to worry about. Don't ask. Eh, all right. I want. ordered your food. Can you wait? <laughs> okay. So you brought it to go? <laughs> Bagged it yeah. up? Yeah, here you go. I want to bag it, bag it up. I like the way you work it. No diggity. I like to bag it, bag it up. Make sure that mic's facing your, facing your chin there, dude. Uh, so uh, I got a question to ask you guys. Um, if you come in her eye, does that mean she's watching your children? Wow. That's what she said. Uh, what's up, man? We're talking about uh, Aretha Franklin. We were talking a little bit about the good beer we got from Naked, and we're talking about how you got drunk at the bar. Yes, I did. Yeah. Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. I'm how? usually drunk before I even come to the show. How and now you sobered up. No. Oh, all right. No. Um. It helps when you had something nice to look at, though. I drank the stepson's beer. Oh. Yeah. There you go. How'd that work out? Well, he don't have no more beer. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's true. Well, there you go. All right, so let's get at it, guys. Uh, Before we get our caller, uh, Brandon Lee Gowton, again, is going to be calling in from Bleeding Green Nation in a little bit. Uh, I gotta be honest, guys. Uh, I only saw some highlights. I read up about, read up on stuff. I was uh, at the Phillies game yeah, last night. Yeah, so I, I didn't get to see a lot of it. I saw a little bit of it. Um, is there any update on Foles? Yeah, it's it's minor. It's a minor injury. So, uh, it's, so they said it was a shoulder contusion, but they were going to do more tests today. So I just yeah, they did the test. They said it's very minor. Right. Okay. He's all right. Uh, so I guess I mean, I mean overall, I mean, what you know, what happened last night? I mean, I. Caught bits and pieces myself. I was giving the kid a bath and everything else in between trying to you know what do the. Last night? Stop oh, good for you! What are you eating? What the fuck do you have over there? Boston Market. Oh yeah, Boston you got you got the uh, sweet potatoes. You want Mother. some? Nah, I'm good. Dude. You sure? Nah, yeah, I'm, I'm, um, I'm good. But yeah, I mean, it, the, the offensive line looked really was it was a uh, was a turn turnstile. 
Um, yeah, I heard Vitae was pretty bad, huh? That's so the reason, Vi- that's the reason Nick Foles got hurt. So Vitae is Vitae taking the place of um, well, Peters he, while he's while he's hurt. I mean, yeah. Peters wasn't playing last night, so yeah, right. Vitae was taking his spot. Right, right, because the other side's Johnson and, and um, yeah, right. So Vi- yeah, Vitae was playing uh, the left side, and um, yeah, I heard I heard he was pretty bad last night. I, I mean, just judging from what everyone was saying and, and stuff I was reading. And, and Foles was a little bit off on his passes, and uh, I did see a couple drops. I went on a rant. A rant. I'm, I'm watching that game with my brother. I said, you motherfucking wine prick, you, you got to cut that cocksucker. I said, yeah, you're right. And then, and then Foles got hurt, and he's like, oh, that motherfucker! Oh. <laughs> and then he starts texting at all caps. I'm like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, cut that motherfucker. I'm like, Jesus Christ. I know. I saw the text going back and forth. I'm like, I was drunk. I'm like, uh, whatever. Uh, yeah, that's a shame, man. Like, what, what, do you, what did you guys think about the whole, um, you know, flying over the uh, stadium before the game? I mean, like, th- th- you know, someone rented out a plane. Well, he's getting a cheesy billboard. <laughs> they paid $1,000 for this uh, plane. They fly around 4133. Fly Eagles fly or whatever it said, right? Oh wait, somebody somebody did that at, at the stadium right, before the game, yeah. And uh, flew around the stadium for a little while and, and all that stuff. I someone, you know, just again things I was hearing, you know, basically that the, the Patriots were kind of playing like for pride. They they like they they were coming out swinging. Yeah, you know what I was thinking. Tom Brady played the whole fucking first half. Yeah, which is crazy for a forty-one-year-old dude. He's a chip back. Like, what what are you no, fucking I mean, trying to prove? So, I thought, like, somebody said something about, I'm definitely taking the Patriots and the over on that game. And I sat there and I thought about it. And I'm like, that's if, if there's ever a preseason game to bet on mm-hmm. and to bet against my hometown team, this would be the game. A meaningless game where we, you know, us as fans taunted them right. when they already had enough incentive to beat us. Right. Like right, yeah. why? So why? Yeah, I hear you. So that was probably, and it was a game where I really wouldn't mind rooting for the other team to win money because <laughs> as long because as nobody got hurt, I don't I, really give a shit what the yeah, Patriots. Score is. Ever, 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 no matter what it is, you don't vote against the Eagles. No, you just leave that game alone. Right. You don't vote that game if you honestly feel the Eagles can be beat. You don't vote that game. You don't vote against the Eagles, Mike. Preseason, it doesn't matter. Jesus Christ, if you're placing a bet, you don't vote against the Eagles. Well, I didn't vote against the Eagles, but I said that I would have considered it. No, Mike. There's no ifs or buts. It's preseason. No, Mike, you don't. It doesn't matter. Right, so don't vote against them. Well, I mean, that doesn't make sense. No, you don't vote against the Eagles, man. Never. Ever, ever, ever. You cocksucker. But, 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 but why? Damn. Because it's the Eagles, brother. But it's preseason. So, yes, yeah, still don't vote against them. And number two, fuck Boston and fuck Tom Brady. Well, all right. Well, he's, I mean, he's right about that. I'm not going to. I'm, I'm sorry, man. You just don't. You can't argue with him about that. I mean, let's be honest. Fuck Tom Brady. What, fuck Tom Brady? Yeah, fuck him. Yeah. Uh, you don't vote against the Eagles. So what's your opinion, Sean? Preseason. Ah! 
Welcome to the show. That was my opinion. Uh, from what I saw, it was fucking ugly. Um, well, it yeah. Was, it was. No, I mean, I was talking was about the, the betting, like, would you, uh, would yeah, you no. The Eagles or? If you're if you're betting preseason, you're a fucking degenerate. <laughs> like, let's be honest. Would but you, if there was a game to bet, would you know in the circumstances? Would you ever ever vote against the Eagles, Joe? In no. a preseason game? No, no, no not even pre. Uh, no, I'm not. Well, no. you probably aren't betting a preseason game. Regardless, I'm not betting ever. preseason game anyway. And no, it, like last year the Super Bowl, like Callie and I were talking, like. We we're going to put money on. I don't know what happened. I know Callie's listening. I don't know what the fuck happened, Callie, because, you know. Uh, but anyway, we were going to put money on it, and we never did, but we were going to. And, and it was uh, in the church parking lot. I, uh, for the Eagles, because we thought, we legitimately thought that they were going to win that game, or at least cover, you know. Um, just by the way they were playing, I like the defense going against them in the Super Bowl and all that stuff. So I've only, I've only bet a handful of times. I would never fucking bet preseason, and I would never either. I wouldn't touch an Eagles game, or if I did, I wasn't going against them. I well, would no, never, I, mean, I would never, never go against. You never the go against the Eagles in a regular season or a meaningful game. Right? No, I would never do that. I just can't do it. No. I would never. It's true. Um, but like I said, I mean, there's just if they, there was just everything. Everything was, you know, everything leaned towards the Patriots winning and, and winning handle in Foxborough. It is good, isn't That's it? Good. Buck Naked by Naked Bruin. Good, good, good stuff. Um, so, the game, you know, like I said, Foles didn't look good. Um, Brady picked the defense apart a little bit. But, again, I'm sure that the defense wasn't. The one thing that I will say is I think that that, that helmet thing, and we're going to talk about this, I know, a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, we'll definitely talk about that. That's going to be rough. And the Eagles are getting penalized heavily big time in – both of their games. These players to wear a fucking flag. Well, we'll get into it. Um, we'll definitely get into that because I think this is a legitimate subject, and I don't know because they had Brent Selick on on ninety seven five today with Martinez, who obviously you know he's been on the show. He's a part of the Wildfire Sports Network as well with his uh, Stick to Hockey podcast. But uh, Martinez had uh, Brent Brent Selick on today, and and you know uh, Selick's. Selk's one of my favorite all-time Eagles, all time. I mean, he's, you know, he, he rough and tumbler, you know, tumble guy, um, in your face. He did what the team always asked him to well, do. That, that, that rule and the change and, and the way they're doing things wouldn't even be an issue if it wasn't costing the NFL money. No, exactly. And he, and that's what I was going to say, he actually said that. Because they're getting sued, that's why they had to do it. That's the only so What he said, I'm actually surprised. As a former player, he goes, you have to learn how to do it the right way. If this is the rule, you have to learn how to do it. If you're gonna, for, he, first of all, he goes, if you're gonna call it, do not call it against the linemen, because the linemen are constantly locking heads. So you can't call it against any lineman. Call it against the skill position. You don't know, do that. Yeah, um, I, I, I mean, mean, I agree with that, but I think it's, I think it's really going to be difficult to. Um, Did you watch any of the game? Like? I watched a little bit. I've watched bits and pieces. Did like you I see said. the hit that Malcolm Jenkins gave that guy? Yeah, that was that was not a penalty. I the mean, the he, one his, where his head wasn't there. No, 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 no. They didn't call. It the, are you talking about the one where he hit him like when he was cutting across and, and the guy? Yes. Cut his, no, that was not a. They they did not call him for for lowering his crown of his helmet. That was hitting a defenseless receiver. That was a different penalty. Okay, all right. And that was a legit call. Okay, F- fair enough. Now that you say that, and I I think about the play, yeah, that's the right call. Then. Yeah. 
But so. I, I, I mean, if that hit in the Super Bowl against Brandon Cooks, that would have been a penalty now. Yes, I know. And and I don't. And it wasn't. That was a good hit. That was a solid hit. Yeah. His head wasn't down. Right. But they'll still call it now. Right. And then the, you hear the guys on a thing talking about why why they're calling it so heavily in. Well, they're going to call pre- it heavily in preseason. Yeah, try because and get the they point gotta, they got to build up a, a film to see so they can explain to the players what's a penalty and what is not. Right, and it's also, you know, it's it's getting it ingrained in the players. They're going to call it more heavily in the preseason to really try to, you know, instill the fear of God in the players and really kind of be strict on it. And then maybe the first couple games it'll loosen, lighten up just a tiny bit. And then towards the middle of the season, it'll probably, the players will adjust a little bit and the refs will become a little bit more lenient on this. how I kind of see it going. Like, like I'm all for protecting the players. You don't want them to get hurt, this and that. But at the same token, when you come into the NFL, you know what you're signing up for. Yeah, it's a violent game. You're getting paid a lot of money to do it. Yes, um, yes. But I, I, as we were saying earlier, if it wasn't costing the NFL money, it would not even be an issue. Right. Like this rule would have been changed. It's because it's costing the NFL money. Yeah, I agree. Definitely. That's yeah. the bottom line. Uh, you're right, Gary. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so I am uh, personally uh, ecstatic about our next guest here. Uh, he's, you know, when you want to get some information about the Eagles, um, you know, he, he keeps it honest. At the same time, you can tell he's a fan. Uh, Brandon Lee Gowton of Bleeding Green Nation has joined the Corner Pub Sports Podcast. Welcome, Brandon. How are you, man? Welcome to the show, brother. Hey, guys. How's it going? Hey, Brandon. Glad to be here. First nice. time. Yeah, yeah appreciate you. it, man. I, I, you know, I really appreciate you taking the time out to do this. And, uh, uh, yeah, man, we, we want to kind of uh, pick your brain a little bit here. Uh, you know, obviously – uh, when it, when it comes to uh, you know finding out some inside news, I mean you you do man, you keep it honest. You uh, yeah, especially your article today, which I thought was really cool. You know the, the couple things about what we t- you know the takeaways from last night's game. Uh, we'll get into a little bit of that, obviously, but um, you know let, let's I guess we can go right back at that. I don't want to spend too much time on last night's game because you know it's preseason, you know, and we know how preseason goes. But um. What are some of the things that impressed you and some of the things that did not about last night's uh, performance against the Patriots? Yeah, I mean, overall, I mean, <laughs> I think some people are getting a little too carried away with, like, the, oh, my gosh, you know, they didn't look good. It's like, guys, come on, it's preseason. He was on the Super Bowl. Yeah. Life is good. Um, but, I mean, some of the things that stood out were, um, especially sticking with the first team here to start, where Ronald Darby, I thought that was really great to see him look good in uh you know in in one of his and this it's new season in this season where the eagles aren't trading for him in the middle of the summer like they were last year and he's not coming into the season like he was last year coming off of that ankle injury he suffered in week one he's healthy he's been in the system now and for him to kind of just go out there and look like that number one cornerback that he could be i thought that was a really nice sign especially you know for a team who now their cornerback play wasn't bad last year, but it certainly altered at times. And for Darby to look good, that was one of the big takeaways. And then switching it over to the offense, I mean, <laughs> there were a lot of struggles on the offense. It wasn't as pretty. Uh, but when Nate Studfeld went in there, I you know, and to see him come out, and especially after kind of up and down against Pittsburgh there, for him to, to come out and throw some nice, accurate passes down the field, really push the ball to uh, Shelton Gibson, who also had a good night, and then right. the touchdown to Richard Rodgers and, and Rashard Davis as well. I think 
I, I really like what I saw in Nate Sudfeld, which is important because, you know, we saw Nick Foles suffer an injury. It sounds like he'll be okay, but, you know, just to have in case we need him. Nice. Yeah. So um, you talked about a couple of the, the, the things that impressed you a little bit. Um, what about on the other side of the ball and – or, I mean, on the other side of the coin, things that, you know, worried you, disappointed you, concerned you, and do you see any long-term impact of anything? Or are you looking at this as, like, kind of we are, that it's, it's really preseason, nobody's, you know, really concerned about it. The, the Patriots had a lot more to prove being amped up after that and, you know, with the billboard and the plane and everything else going on. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, one of the biggest things, I guess, from the game is that, you know, it's not like we saw any major injuries other than Foles. It sounds like, again, he's okay. I mean, obviously, he didn't look good when he was playing, which isn't awesome. But, I mean, it's a, you know, he only threw nine passes. It's preseason. They're not game planning. So, I'm not overly worried about that. Would I like him to look a little better? Sure. But, I mean, it is what it is in that sense. I think one of the, one of the more ugly moments from last night was why Nick Foles got hurt and Halapulavati Vaitai out there. Um, Rough night for him. So, I mean, thankfully, he shouldn't be playing much this year if everything goes well. Jason Peters can stay healthy. Lane Johnson can stay on the field. But And I know, look, he obviously, they won the Super Bowl with him playing. He did a good job at the NFC Championship game. But, I mean, the rough moments are still there, and that's kind of a little, little concerning when you think about, okay, what if he has to play? Now he's protecting Carson Wentz's blind side. Carson Wentz coming off ACL, LCL surgery. Uh, you kind of just hope that you, you don't have to see him this year. Yeah, we, we got a uh, thread going, and, and, and Gary absolutely lost his shit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> when we, when uh, Foles went down and Vitae, he cut him, cut his ass. We're like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Back off a little bit. but. <laughs> My question for you is, as far as the running game goes, do you feel Smallwood stays, Josh Adam makes the makes the team? Who do you think is going to make the impact? Yeah, it's a really good question because right now, other than, you know, Jay Ajayi and obviously Darren Sproles and Corey Clement, I mean, I don't know who that fourth guy is going to be right now because you saw Smallwood last night. He ran four times for one yard, and he – really didn't do much as a receiver either. And then Matt Jones couldn't catch the ball for his life. Yeah, I mean, oh, my God, it's right. Like, the dude, he dropped three passes. One of them caused an interception. Right off his helmet. One off his helmet. It's just like, come on, man. Like, this is your chance. Like, you have a a golden opportunity here to to not only just make this team, but, like, to keep your NFL career alive. And just didn't see it from either of those guys. I almost feel like. You know, you hear the the saying, you can't make the club in the tub, but, like, I think they almost can at this point because by just not messing up and looking bad, Donald Pumphrey and Josh Adams, like, they're kind of they're staying above those guys right now because they're, they're not doing anything good, <laughs> and obviously they need to get back on the field, but at least they're not messing up. So I think, you know, I, I would think Josh Adams, I would go with him still just because we saw him flash a little bit. We haven't even seen Donald Pumphrey play in the preseason but uh, I would really like to see Josh Adams get back healthy for next week's game and then see what we can see out of him when he plays. We're yeah. definitely yeah. pulling for him here. Yeah, definitely. I, I think uh, us here at the at the pub, as we call it, uh, we're, we're definitely pulling for Adams because I, I just think that like we we saw enough of him in Notre Dame and, and we were impressed by him. And I think, unfortunately, we for Pumphrey. We hate Notre Dame. I know. But, like, but, but <laughs> he, he's still like, – he's still – I mean – yeah, he still just ran his ass off, especially against Temple last year and and all that stuff. And um, 
And you look at Pumphrey and his size, and it's like, all right, we already have someone like that, and Darren Sproles here. Granted, Darren Sproles is this is it for him, right? Darren Sproles so is one of a kind. I, yeah. I understand it, but Pumphrey's not Darren Sproles, and we haven't seen anything from him in two years now. Um, so kind of get break, you know, break away from you know, last night's game because you know, again, it's preseason, it's game two. I think people are overreacting to this this whole deal, but. I guess what I'm going to ask you is, you know, when you're looking at this team going further, uh, you know, on paper um, and, and going into this season facing a first-place schedule, uh, you know, as, as we're kind of getting, you know, close to crunch time here before the season starts, you know, what do you see from this team this year? I mean, do you think they're going to, you know, improve on, upon last year as far as during a regular season? Of course, the, you can't really improve upon <laughs> winning a Super Bowl. But, you know, during the season, I mean, do you think that, you know, they're going to, you know, be a, you know, quite a, a force to reckon with, or do you think you're you're kind of maybe you know expecting maybe a Super Bowl uh, Super Bowl slumber? I guess. Yeah, I don't I don't see a slump with this team just because you have all of those guys coming back from injury: Carson Wentz, Jason Peters, Darren Sproles, Jordan Hicks, and then even Chris Maragos. Like these are these are not only good players; they're the leaders on the team. They're not going to allow these guys to get complacent. They're the leaders in the locker room. They're going to be vocal about that, and players who did play in the Super Bowl last year, are going to want to play hard for those guys because they know those guys didn't get to be part of that. And it's time to really, you know, pick up uh, the, the slack there and kind of make up for that lost experience last year. So I'm not worried about the motivation. I think Doug Peterson's done a great job with the whole new normal and the embrace the target thing. Like, he's saying, look, you guys, you won. You're not the underdogs anymore. You have the target on your back now. You're going to get everyone's A game every week. Teams are going to be hunting for us, so we need to embrace that and be ready for that. So I think the the messaging is good. I mean, the only thing that's a little bit concerning right now to start the season is there's just so many guys with question marks. Like, is, is Brandon Graham going to be ready for week one? He's on the PUP list. Uh, Alshon Jeffrey, same deal. Is Carson Wentz going to play? I think he is, but we don't know 100%. Yeah. So, and then even if he is playing, we don't know how much – uh, if there's any rust there or anything. So there's kind of, you know, those injuries make it a little interesting early on in the season. But I think once you get some of these guys back, they're going to hit their groove. I think they're going to peak at the right time. And, look, there hasn't been a repeat winner in the NFC East since the early 2000s. Yeah. But I think this team has it. Yeah, I don't think that the NFC East looks all that strong. So I, I kind of tend to agree That's with you there. That's a tough task. Um, that being said, I mean, you brought up a good point about what your thoughts are on Carson um, being ready for week one. Some of us fantasy guys have drafts coming up as well, and, you know, Carson's kind of a definitely a hot topic, uh, you know, from that standpoint as well. But what you, you, So you think he's going to be ready week one. What, what's your, uh, what have you seen, heard, or, like, what's, what's your thoughts there? Yeah, I've watched every single practice. You know, Carson Wentz has had this offseason, and to me, he looks like a guy who is going to be ready to play week one now i know the team's kind of backed him off a little bit in 11 on 11 here in training camp but i kind of believe them when they say they didn't need to see a lot more from him because he was looking so good that i don't really know what else there was to gain other than him potentially getting hurt again and you don't you don't want carson Wentz out there getting hurt in the first or second week of training camp before the preseason even starts so i'm kind of fine with them being cautious with him i think Look, you know, is it impossible that he doesn't play week one? No, but I think it more likely than not he will. 
Um, I think that you saw the Eagles didn't put him on that PUP list. If they did, I mean, that would certainly say they were thinking, he, you know, there is a much greater chance he wouldn't be playing. The fact that he didn't, the fact that I've seen him out there in practice, he looks mobile, he looks ready to play. He still needs to be, you know, there's a couple of hurdles to clear here still. He still has to be cleared, but there's a little bit more than two weeks until the first game. So I think he has some time to work with. And at the very latest, I think at the very latest, he's ready by week two. So I don't think we ought to wait long. That's kind of what I'm thinking too, Brandon. Yeah, um, it's a ten, that long 10 yeah. days is going to be, you know. It's still crazy, yeah. though. I mean, what, what, are you, what are we talking? Like uh, nine months, 10 months since the injury, ACL? You know, like it's insane what he's around. done. And he looks so good. All the video footage we've seen. And, and um, Gary and I were at um, both practices, the open practices, the link. And he looked good. Um, so that, that's good. That's encouraging, especially you know for someone who you know has basically been in every practice. So, um, but I want to ask you, Brandon, um, were, for the Super Bowl, were you in Minnesota? Yeah, I, I was. I was there. Oh, lucky. To watch it. It was awesome. So yeah. So what was that experience like when they when they you know when that clock struck zero, man, for you? Because I can tell, like you know, I know you're, you're you know you're you know you're trying to maintain some professionalism yet i you know i i like you're a big fan you know we we can tell mm-hmm. and, and so what was that like for you man like that whole experience well it's funny because usually you know when i'm at a game it's in a press box like you're in this designated section that's cut off from the rest of the stadium but you know the super bowl being such a big event there's so much media there they kind of made this makeshift press section and the stands itself like they designated some of the stands and kind of set up like these makeshift makeshift desk and everything so that's where i was and let me tell you i did not keep any sense of professionalism <laughs> when, when brandon awesome. graham strip sack tom brady i was yeah. losing my mind i was literally shaking the guy next to me who is also from my company um so it wasn't just a complete stranger but i i don't even know him that well and i was just shaking him because i was like i just couldn't believe it and to me, it's funny because, like, I'll always look back at that moment moment as I felt they won. I know it wasn't all over then. Right. I mean, it was basically over, but it See? wasn't, like, officially over. But, like, in that moment, I think I felt like they won. Like, when yeah. the, the Hail Mary was incomplete, I felt good. But I was, like, I, I knew they were going to win. It was already over. Point. Yeah, I thought yeah. The same, dude, it's the same thing. Like, it was, like, anticlim- it was always anticlimactic because you're, like, all right, they already won. Right. Yeah, exactly. it's kind of weird. You know yeah. what made it more anticlimactic, and I brought this up Philly, a different yeah. <laughs> a couple times is, man, Barnett catches that or picks up that ball a half yeah. step. If he's got like another half step, he's to yeah. the house, and it's completely over. <laughs> and I just yeah. I keep remembering. I'm like, man, I I lost five years because he didn't have that half step. Yeah. E A G A S Eagles. Yeah. I. I, you know what? While you just did that, it reminds me. Open practice at the link. It's ten o'clock in the morning, and the, all the sections are competing against each other, doing the Eagles chant. Like, yeah, this. If, if you don't, if you don't think this crowd, th- this town is ready for a repeat, or you know, this team again, it's insane. Like, I, this is the most anticipated season in ages. I mean, this is crazy. If these Philadelphia Eagles do it again, this city's going to come apart. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna they be awesome. are going to come apart. Yeah. So, uh, Brandon, so like, you know, uh, let me try to tread this uh, carefully. Uh, you are, um, you are the founder of Bleeding Green. 
Um, you know, you're doing now your 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 podcast uh, again. So if you want to uh, tell the people, you know, maybe where they can find the podcast, uh, how they can listen to it, and so on. Yeah, I know. I know it's a uh, it's a little confusing. It's a little new, but yes. uh, it is BTN Radio. Still, is the is the it's actually a show now. Like the the shows that I do are called BTN Radio. The the podcast feed. If you're looking for Bleeding Green Nation's podcast, that's all you have to search is Bleeding Green Nation. Should show up iTunes, uh, all the you know any kind of any place where you can get a podcast, Google Play, Google Podcast, all that. It should be there available. You can see there's a couple episodes in the feed already. We have a Eagles-Patriots recap as well already up if you want to listen to that for the game. So you can find all that there. And then you can follow the Twitter account too. So if you have any questions about a feed or or anywhere of, of that stuff, you kind of just go to at uh, BGN underscore radio on Twitter for uh, to keep up with everything. Nice. And I, I, I'm really glad uh, on a personal note, I'm really glad that, to, to see that you, uh, you're continuing this, dude. Like really, I appreciate that. I, I, Thank absolutely. you. And, and um, when when uh, we announced that we were having you on the show, I got a lot of texts tonight going, "Holy shit! You know, this, this is awesome. Like, that's great. You're having them on." Um, and, and you know, a lot of people are pulling for you. So, uh, Thanks, man. I have I have a buddy, uh, you know, David on Facebook, David Mako. You know, he you know we call him the Shark. Uh, he he like like blatantly posted it. You know the the uh, the podcast uh, link. He's like, "Oh my god, they're back!" I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> you know." So it's awesome, and you have a lot of fans out there, dude. So it's 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 really good to see and, and hear that you're you're going to continue this thing. Cause Thank it, you. It, it's, it's really I good. That. I mean, honestly, uh, out there, everybody. Um, you know, you want your Eagles information, uh, but you want it to be. You know, you you don't want it to be like so cut and dry, or like, oh, okay, he's just you know he's do, do, doing the whole reporter speak. This, this, you you want to listen to these guys? They they keep it real and uh, you know keep it from a good perspective. So nice. Uh, Thank you for saying that. I appreciate abs- that. Man. Absolutely. Hey, hey, Brandon. When you're sitting around trying to relax, what's your what's your go to drink? <laughs> we are uh, at the Corner Pub's bar right now. That's a good question. Um, uh, honestly, there's a lot, uh, you kind of have to narrow it down here. I think and there's, a, there's a lot of different options. Um, you're sitting at a sports bar. You're watching. Yeah, the, you know, game, you're the watching game's coming the game, on. Yeah, And you're just sitting out with, sitting with a few buds, just kind of relaxing and, and talking sports and talking shit like you are, like like we're doing right now. What would you be drinking if you were sitting Because we're your buds you now. Yeah. yeah, you're my buds. Um, <laughs> you know, well, the, let's, let's set the stage here. I mean, look, are the Eagles up or are they down? Because if, if they're – if they're down, I might need something a little stronger than you know your average beer here. That's all right. You can go. That's you can good. Go yeah. Well, go both. All right. So we'll, we'll we'll start with your your favorite beer, and then you know your your mixed drink. Or yeah. Maybe, so I go. Shots. I go. Yeah. I like uh, I like a lot of different stuff. You know, it's I'm not really I'm not super. I'm not one of these these picky people. I'm not a huge IPA guy. Okay. Uh, I, and I'm not. You know, I'm not. It depends on the mood. It depends on the situation. Uh, I'm not into uh, you know the stouts as much, but uh, I, you know, I, I like a good Belgian. I like okay. uh, something something light to start with. Maybe work my way up heavier. Cool, nice. And, and, what, and, and when it comes from something a little harder, if, if the Eagles are down and yeah, you're yeah, depressed, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I, I think I just might take a, a little trip. For some uh, some rum and coke, we'll go a little there bit. You there you go. Yeah, yes. a little. Yeah, nothing wrong. Not wrong with a little captain, right? A little captain and coke. Not wrong yeah, with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> 
Brandon, uh, how, can, how can people follow your personal account on uh, Twitter? You can follow me on Twitter at Brandon Gowton. That's B-R-A-N-D-O-N-G-O-W-T-O-N. And then you can follow, of course, my site's Twitter account. That's at Bleeding Green. Absolutely. Nice. You, got, you got another one? Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Uh, Brandon, thank you so much for coming on, man. Yeah, I, you thanks, know, man. Again, appreciate awesome. it. Um, it, it's it's been a pleasure, absolute pleasure talking to you, and, and I'm I'm really glad you were able to do this for us, man. Thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Cheers to Brandon, everybody. Right. Cheers, 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 Brandon. Cheers, brother. Enjoy your Friday night. Enjoy your weekend, man. And we'll uh, we'll talk to you soon, hopefully. Thanks, guys. Yeah, all right, have brother. Have one on for us. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. And when we have you on next time, you have to have one on the ready. All right. Yeah. Sounds good. <laughs> all right, cool. all right, Brandon. Take care, man. All right, awesome. Brandon, Gowton, Brandon Lee Gowton on the show with us tonight, baby. You know, uh, that was that was pretty awesome. Man. Yeah, that was awesome, man. A lot of good insight, you know. Love the, you know, definitely, uh, you know, straightforward. Sorry for the delay. I couldn't get my board going. You know, definitely good uh, good insight and, you know, honesty. And, you know, yeah, another uh, nice job by, uh, by you, Sean, grabbing another guest that's, uh, you know, for the show. Yeah. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Uh, he's, uh, yeah, he's, he's, you know, that's the first time I've ever talked to him. I've, I've read a lot of his stuff. Uh, yeah, I, the, listen, I could have, we could have picked his brain for the last, you know, next two hours. Yeah. You know, um, not going to do that to him, but we could have. Um, there's a lot of stuff we could have gotten into. You know, he, he's, uh, honestly, I mean, whenever he posts something, I'm like, I got to read this. Yeah. You know, because he, he, he keeps it. Again, he keeps it kind of like from a uh, a fan perspective that's watching the team, and I, I don't I don't mean like he's unprofessional. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is like he's a fan of the team, but he's covering the team, and he's trying to relay it to fellow fans. people. Yeah. yeah, the fellow fans of the team. Like he, he's not he's not going to blow smoke up your ass. You know, he, he's he's never been like that. So, um, and again, it's great that he's doing the podcast again. It's a Bleeding Green Nation. Um, and uh, like you said, you know, you can follow it with the links you shared. So, and we'll post it again. You know, on this uh, episode post, we'll uh, we'll post his links and and so on. So, thank you so much for Brandon Lee Gowton for uh, joining us tonight. It's it's pretty awesome of him. So, yeah, um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So uh, let's let's get into the helmet rule. Okay. okay. We we kind of started to go into it a little bit. It's becoming a problem. We haven't really talked about it since the last. You know, when we were on the air last time, we didn't really talk about it, but. Um, so far in the preseason, it's been called a lot. And Saturday night, it might have been Friday night because uh, we were doing the show last Friday, there was a hit in the Arizona Chargers game uh, where basically a uh, defender comes up head on, tackles the player, and they blew it, they, they threw the flag. That wasn't a penalty. It was a clean. Yeah. It was Arizona, right? Arizona was tackling the yeah. – uh, yeah. And it was a clean hit. And they, they they threw the flag and and I mean that was basically the most controversial play of last weekend. It was like, well, what do they want these players to wear flags along with their fucking tampons? <laughs> I mean, what the fuck? You know what you're getting into, man. It's a risk you're going to, you're willing yeah. to take. It was pretty bad. Pay me seventy five fucking million dollars. You could break my fucking neck. <laughs> I mean, come on. Let them play. That was, was you know what was interesting. Just let them play, man. It was bad. What, really bad. What was interesting is that, like, and I, I don't know why I'm bringing it up. I know it's random, but um, Gronkowski's only made from football $44 million. 
Wait, why? What? Gronkowski's only made $44 million. That's... That doesn't seem like a lot. No, not for it's someone true. in his stature. It's true. It's true. Yeah, I, I would have thought that he would have... Because there was an article about how he hasn't spent any of his money that he's made from his salary. He's only spent his endorsement money. So he saved all his, you know, football money. Mm-hmm. But, I, you know, but, I'll, I'll reiterate again. The only still, re- $44 million is a lot of money. The only reason this, this helmet issue and this helmet rule has become a problem is because the NFL is losing money over it. That's all. Otherwise, it wouldn't even, this rule won't be in effect if there wasn't a, a, a lawsuit or no, whatever it's, over it's, it. No, it's the absolute truth. Yeah. Absolute truth. I mean, no doubt about it. There, that's, that is definitely the case, what's going on there. Um, They're only making a difference and a change because they were forced. Yeah. Yeah, and but it is it is weird, like that that a defender's got to like literally stop and think about like what they're going to do. All right, head up, head down, head like. I right. Am I? Am I, I mean, can I see the jersey? Fuck, am I stand? Like it's. I wonder if there's going to be injuries because of guys like. Well, that's the thing. Like you know, now you're yeah, now you're kind of tensing yourself. You, your your eyes are up instead of down. You're barreling your head into the guy. You know, put your head in someone's chest. What the fuck? I mean, like, why is that a penalty? Yeah. Right? Put your head in someone's chest. Well, protect yourself as, as a as a ball carrier, right? I mean, that's the way I see it. Right. Yeah, as long as – look, defensive receiver, good rule. Okay, it's a good rule. Uh, yeah, I can't argue with that No, one. absolutely not. Um, but, but if this was now, that hit on Brennan Cooks in the Super Bowl is now illegal. Yeah, we were just talking about that while you were upstairs talking. Okay, yeah, I'm sorry. Okay. No, that's cool. No, I Brady mean, Cooks don't even—he still don't realize he got traded. No, he don't. He don't <laughs> fucking know what's happened. But it's the truth, and it's, it's sad because that's that was that clean. Was a clean. It was, was a clean hit, good, shoulder. Yeah. It was shoulder, was hit. but yet his head was down, and they're gonna call a fucking flag on that. And, and it's now, it's yes. it's bad. It's really bad. Now is it? Well, when you dip your helmet, so you don't even have to hit with the helmet as long as your head's down. If you're leading, if you lower your helmet. And you lead, and you're kind of leading with your helmet. Even if if the helmet's Roll not the one that made contact. If you're going to make contact, make sure your head's up and you're looking. Yep. Otherwise, it's a penalty. And like he like he was bringing up, I think this is bad because I think this is going to cause more injuries. It is. You're you're more tense. Your head's up. You make impact. I, I'm sorry. Like just naturally, I'm thinking. Spinal cord, like spinal, yeah, yeah, something's gonna happen. You gotta think neck injuries, spinal cord injuries. I mean, you're going up to tackle this player. Now you gotta think, you gotta think things through before you even make contact with that player. Yeah, this this might end up being a short-lived rule if they find out that this really is. That being said, last night Jordan Hicks proved, hey, you can make hits with your head up. Yeah, because he did it, and then he threw his hands up in the air like throw a flag on that play. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the Eagles have been penalized really bad. They they haven't played disciplined football preseason. I guess it doesn't matter, but you know those are the types of things that you know it's, it's, they, that Doug will probably be you know talking about. Those are the concerns that Doug's probably addressing now. I mean, the, the rules nonsense. It's fucking nonsense. So uh, I, I'm looking down here, and we just talked about it a little bit. So if your, head, if your head's down and you hit an offensive player with your shoulder, okay, even though your head's down, that's still a fucking penalty. Yeah, that's crazy. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, 
Looking at the agenda, we, we talked a little bit with Brandon about it, but Alshon um, potentially out. Yeah, Brandon brought that up. Uh, yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Like, the story came out, and it was reported by Adam Schefter. And it's first of all, he, Adam wasn't saying anything um, groundbreaking, but basically what he was saying was he's, he's been on the PUP list, and if he is on the PUP list he's come miss week six one, weeks. he has to wait, miss six right. weeks. He wasn't saying he's going to miss six weeks or he's not going to be on the list. He wasn't doing it as a hot take. He no, was he doing was just it, saying, just, like, reporting that he's hey, I'm just throwing yeah. this out there. But, but the Paul question Peterson got, also said, if I tell you he's going to be on the pump list after week one, he says, you worry about what I tell you. He says, I don't know where you guys are getting your information. He said, Alshon will be fine. And that was the end of the conversation. Does I, that mean? I don't think Alshon's going to be fine. I don't either. I think I he's think Alshon be, mixes yeah, six weeks. He had rotator cuff surgery late in the, late in the off season. It was late right. February because it, you didn't get done until late. Right. Why, February. why didn't they get done? Oh, that's right because we won the Super oh, Bowl. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Well, that aside, if we missed Alshon Jeffrey for six weeks, that's gonna fucking hurt. That'll hurt a little bit. It's going to hurt because I'm gonna tell you right now why it's gonna hurt. Because people like Matt Collins aren't stepping up. No. Uh, Matt Collins hasn't stepped up yet. Yeah, Mike Wallace, who's not the he's same receiver. He's dropped a lot of passes. He's, but he's not yeah. But he's not the, that receiver. You know, Matt Collins is a speedster. Matt Collins is this year's Tory Smith upgraded. We got a we got a, uh, a corner pub uh, oh, hey, buddy down here. Hey, buddy. You wanna... Oh. <laughs> hey, bud. You going to get on the air, buddy? Yes. E-A-T-L-E-S. Oh, no, he's being shy. No, Daddy. Oh. Uh, you want to talk? It's past his bedtime. Who won the Super Bowl? Who's going to win the Super Bowl, buddy? Oh, he's being shy. All right. Oh, my buddy. <laughs> my little, my little <laughs> kids in my arms. Right in the yeah. Who's going to win the Super Bowl? Uh. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. Don't talk to me. Is it is it bedtime? Is it sleepy time? Yeah, he's, yeah. He's he smells good though. He smells like he smells like snuggles. <laughs> he smells like snuggles. Snuggles little furry cock. I'm so soft and fluffy. E A G L E S. No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not tonight. That's all right. It's still preseason. All you got right. you got a couple more weeks to get in. Yeah, the whole season, bud. Um, but yeah, um, you know this whole Al- Alshon Jeffrey thing, and I know he's oh God, I love him. <laughs> Bye, buddy. Good night, pal. All right, see you, bud. High fives. You know yeah. it's 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 troublesome because uh, you know it, it's I don't think he's going to start, and I don't I don't know who's going to fill his spot. Like They're you saying have, that Wallace is going to fill his spot, but he's not because he's a different receiver. You know, like, what are you going to do? Like, all right, so Wallace they is on They were saying that he was kind of like had similar numbers to him, but I, like you said, I mean, I think he's more of a speedster yeah, to the other guy. Yeah. He's more of down the field guy. He's not a he's possession a receiver. Two, like Tor- like Tory uh, Smith was. Yeah, Tor- so who's, who's your possession guy now? It's got to be Wallace. A- Aguilar? Well, I mean, Aguilar's the slot. It's got to be Right, Wallace. but he, he, yeah, but Aguilar becomes your new Fitzgerald, your, your possession guy. Yes. Right. You know, but, but Hollins is on the opposite side. He's the closest. So it's Hollins and Mike Wallace. Right. Ooh. Yeah, but you also have Dallas Goddard and 
I think I think Gibson take, makes a push over Mac Collins. Damn. Thank you. I wanted huh. to bring that up because I've read that I've read Brandon's article and I wanted to bring up Sheldon Gibson and what this, he thought. This kid, God man. damn it. Fuck. I'm sorry, Brandon. I wanted to bring that up. I, I, I knew there was one. I knew there was something up, I wanted he, to bring up to him because he did bring he, up that he had a good game too. He did. He did bring it up. Thankfully, yeah, he mentioned them. Yeah, I, I, I did though. I wanted to, you know, talk about like, do you think he's gonna be the number four or five receiver on his team? Because, dude, he, I mean, he's been he's been playing well the last two games preseason. I understand, but he's been blowing people away, blowing people away, blown by defenders. Yeah, even and, in the return game. Oh, they have they have him out there. Yeah, I see. I, I missed it, but yeah, that's awesome. Like like he's gonna break one, Sean. Yeah, well, absolutely. I, I don't see why not. You know, he's I don't gonna break one. Why you want it? Uh, what do you guys think about them signing Christian Hackenberg? <laughs> I think it's, um, I, I think he's, use like I, I think he's just a camp body. I don't really think it matters. That's the difference that the between team. a pit bull and a boil. Yeah, what's that? Either one of them, they're both going to pop. This <laughs> one takes longer. Yeah, I Christ. I don't uh Fucking Christian I'm not, I'm not a fan. I thought he was atrocious at Penn State. I didn't understand the hype of, to begin with. I then I watched him. I watched him get drafted way earlier than I expected him to, and he he's was just, absolutely atrocious. He's just not going to transition to the NFL. All the, uh, Penn he wasn't. State. He shouldn't have. Tra- he wasn't. He shouldn't have transitioned to college. He was awful in college. I never understood it. I never understood the hype. He's got a hell of an arm. Uh, that's great. Yeah, he's got a good arm. That's all he's got. I yeah. got a good arm too. Yeah. Good for waxing my carrot, raising my ball sack, and beating my bird. <laughs> <laughs> that's all you can do with that big arm. Yeah, that's what he's Must going be to be doing when he gets caught. Not having anybody come on you. Yeah, sometimes it is. You got it all over my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I think that uh, this signing was it was kind of a kick in the pants um, to to Joe Callahan. Wow. You know who would you rather have as your as your third could be or fourth could be? Listen to the last name, Callie. <laughs> <laughs> if you still listen, fucking Callie. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um, yeah, I mean, I I really don't care about Callahan's feelings or with the fourth quarterback that wasn't making the teams going no, to. No, but, I mean, you know. Okay, great. So, you, you, not, this is why it becomes an issue, okay? You have Carson Wentz, who's come back from surgery, major knee surgery. God fucking forbid something happens to him. Nick Foles already got hurt. Okay, then you have Sudfield. Okay, and then who's going to back up Sudfield? Look, if we're on our fourth quarterback, then there's it's a problem. A, it's a bad season, and we just chalk it up as bad luck. Yeah, I, 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 I <laughs> hear. I hear. Yeah, okay. It's true. You don't want to go down to your fourth quarterback. Come on, man. It's a 53-team it, it, roster. If there's any team that's on their fourth quarterback, <laughs> I think they're in trouble. I yeah. agree. So I don't think that's really splitting hairs and arguing who the fourth quarterback's going to be. Well, and if it, and if it comes down to it, we're talking Jay Cutler out of coming out of retirement or something instead. Anything to get him out of the fucking just bring in Dan fucking Fouts. <laughs> well, all right, that's another option. <laughs> fucking Joe Montana. Hey Troy, can you still play? He said, "Go fuck." What? 
Callie said, go fuck Popeye fuckers. <laughs> I don't know what he's trying to say, uh-huh. but that's what he wrote. That was Callie. Is that, that is that the, the, the forum? Are we still on the, the stroke I, of the car thing? Is uh, that yeah. what it's... Uh, I don't know. I don't know what... I don't know. That's because we know. said something about his last name. <laughs> Popeye fuckers. <laughs> Fucking Callie. Was he calling you Popeye or something? Yeah. He uh, does he say you look like Popeye? No, he, is what, he, he is what he is because he had his spinach. Because <laughs> I eat my yeah. spinach or me spinach. We're back on this again. Yes, we are. See, I was oh, yeah. that episode. I'm faster to finish because me eats me spinach. I'm Popeye the Sour, man. I was going to say, we made it an I don't even have to lube her up. Her name's Olive Oil, for fuck's sake. <laughs> so, yeah, we made an hour with being clean. We Our, might actually be able to, like, survive. Pardon my French, but you're but an asshole. asshole. I ripped her off and I squirt my goo on her flop. Pluto. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking jip eyes. He's all angry and shit. Wait a second. That ball trickled away, skipped halfway down, and the guy's still on first base. Wow. Oh, I don't know. I know one thing. A friend told me to pray for the kids in Africa who's just starving. And I say, well, God must have listened because there's fucking millions of them now. I did the rains down in Africa. <laughs> Fuck. We are the world. Which, <laughs> we are the children. Which, by the way, is a fucking horrible song. We are the Africa. ones to make a squishy mess. <laughs> so let's start giving. I don't know why they're starving. They just eat the flies off their face. <laughs> so I, I reiterate that we Fuck made it. Fuck them. That's Africa. They ain't here. Fuck them children. We we made it an hour with with being Cars you know pretty pretty good. Oh, that's right. <laughs> do you have? By the way, do you have um through the beers tonight? Oh, I no, I forgot. <laughs> I totally forgot. You better have a semen swallowing cocks. I have one. Do you have a semen swallowing cock, sir? Yes. Yes, you do. All right. So you let's. Guys might not like yeah, it's all right. Oh People boy. get over it. We didn't like you to start. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. The bears can smell the menstruation. All right, so let's go to AFC East. Okay. We're gonna smell it. We're gonna preview the AFC East. By the way, guys, uh, this is it. AFC East means and what NFC next week? NFC. NFC East. Which? Who's on that fucking division? The Super Bowl champs. Eagles. So next week, next week. Is an all Eagles show. Next week is the Eagles preview show. Nothing but Eagles. And by the way, um, for the first time ever, in I, not only our history, but in radio history, it is. <laughs> he starts to come and then he pulls out. He should have left it in. It feels better. <laughs> Dude, that was. Blow her ears right off her fucking head. <laughs> Take that, you fucking animal. I like that. You're getting two nuts, just not one. I'm not busting just one. I'm busting two. I'm going to blow your ears right off the side of your fucking head. You were saying, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Super Bowl champion eagle preview. Nice. First time. All right, that's going to be fun. That's going to be a fun Absolutely, fucking man. show next Absolutely. week. Nice. Fun show next week. That's yeah, we what we're going to do. we got to have some people over. It's going to be a party. Yeah. We'll drink each other off, see what happens. We're having people yeah. over. 
I don't know. Probably. You all right over there, Gary? I'm drunk. Yeah, I can see your sad Asian eyes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they did show up. <laughs> all right, let's go. AFC East. Sad eyes. Sad. Ha! Oh, thank you. Oh, so fuck you. I ain't going to tell me no thank you. Just grab your ankles, you fucking slanted eye plate. <laughs> It's true. Maybe some, f- <laughs> some shrimp fried rice while you're at it. All right. I texted Gary earlier. This is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> I'll smack you in the mouth. I'm, I'm Neil, Neil Diamond. Diamond. All right, the New York Jets. Let's start with the Jets. Just fucking bunch of J-E-T-S. Yeah. Geriatric fucks. That was one of my best my my favorite Chris Berman moments. That's a good one. Yeah. Ugh. By the way, speaking of Chris Berman. Here they come. They're coming back. J-E-T. Oh, there's the interception. Guess who's in renegotiations with ESPN? Oh, really? Chris Berman. Chris Berman. Oh, they're bringing people He's back. trying to come back. ESPN is a goddamn cesspool. I'd like to yeah, hear you know talked see? about Mike Allstott. Rumbling, bumbling, oh, stumbling. Yeah. Mike Allstott. Because that's all he did. You're you in good what? hands it's, with Allstott. It seems like it's, it's just across the board. Because <laughs> I know that there's – in the industry, there just seems to be a ton of turnover and a ton of – It's bad. Yeah. It's really – I mean, ESPN is really I, – I can't tell you the last time I turned in the, tuned in the Sports Center. I don't know the last time I t- tuned in the Sports Center. I yeah. can't tell you. I look, look, I like Scott Van Pelt. I think he's good. I, ch- I like Trey Wingo. I think he's good. Uh, crickets. I don't know who the fuck else is on that station anymore. Well, Stephen A. Smith's still on it. Oh, well, yeah, let's leave him the fuck off. Isn't isn't that Cowherd? Or is, is, is no, he he's on, on f- some other fucking I don't even know. That fucking cocksucker. His mom should have swallowed him. You know what? Absolutely. Yeah. I agree with that guy. I actually... Yeah. I can't stand either one of those motherfuckers. Stephen A., first of all, used to write for the Philly Inquirer. Yeah. He used to cover Sixers. And then he became this fucking national phenomenon because he screams at you and tells you you're fucking wrong and all this bullshit. Fuck him. And he always... Uh, and now he bashes right. Philadelphia. I mean, I know he's originally he from the like, New York. Fuck yourself. Like, yeah, I, he hates Philadelphia. I'll fuck him up. You know what? I challenge Stephen A. Smith in a boxing ring. Oh, I'll shit. fuck him up. Oh, I will fuck... Oh, fuck him. I got reach. You know what? I'm going to volunteer John Creighton of Wildfire Sports in the ring. With Stephen, because John's got more reach than I do. So, I'm, and he's, you know, Stephen A's black. Like, uh, he might get a couple on me. So, I'm going to give it to John. John used to play basketball, and he's got long arms. And he represents Wildfire Sports. So, John, you're being represented. Out, <laughs> and when he becomes. You just got volunteered. He <laughs> just got volunteered. Hey, John, can you help us out with this? John, you're going to fight Stephen A. Smith in a ring. Yeah, well, we were just talking about. At the party. fucking. Uh, what's that? Uh, fucking Common and. Or not Common. Uh. uh Southampton in the boulevard. But the, 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 Sweeties. No. No. <laughs> no the Sweeties. still right the, there in Sweeties. The Naval. Uh, yeah, the Naval Academy where oh, they have okay. all, all the boxing. Yeah, where they yeah. fight and shit. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to set that up. Wildfire Sports versus Stephen A. I'll be his trainer. I'll be his Mickey. What are you waiting for? I'll be his I'll Mickey. I'll be your Huckleberry. I'll be your Huckleberry. All right, the New York Jets. I'm going to text him, too. I'm like, I just challenge you to play with Stephen we gotta, A. <laughs> we got to have him on the show Fucking next week, the next party week, show. I, yeah. Hopefully, I'm trying to. He didn't respond. Fucking Jets. Teddy Bridgewater <laughs> was signed. Isaiah Crowell, good signing. Thomas Rawls. Eh. Charles Johnson and Tony Garcia. Let's go. Spencer Long. Courtney Upshaw, linebacker, good signing. 
Pierre Lewis, Tremaine Johnson, cornerback, and Chairo San- uh, Santos. Okay, all right. I mean, you what upgrade. They, so Bridgewater, I'm going to tell you right now, Bridgewater should start for the Jets. I he, agree. He's looked decent. Bridgewater was a good quarterback for Minnesota. He, he, Until he got hurt. And he got hurt. Yeah. yeah, and his fucking knee blew out. Well, he got more than just hurt. Yeah, he was he was fucked up for two years. Yeah. I mean, his yeah his knee was more fucked up than a $5 hooker in Kensington. Well, they had Sammy Sleeves, so they didn't have to worry about it. <sighs> well, that's true. And then we traded him. Fucking Sammy yeah. Sleeves. <sighs> over Sam- here. Look over here. Why are you looking to the left? They, Look straight ahead, you fuck. They drafted Sam Darnold. They drafted nose tackle Nathan Shepard. They drafted tight end Chris Henner. Henner. Right they lost Matt Forte. They lost Austin Safarian Cif- Jenkins. They lost Muhammad Wilkinson. Uh, that's basically it. Uh, basically, they, and they also re-signed Josh McCown. They brought in Ted, Teddy Bridgewater, which we talked about. But yet, they still took Sam Darnold. Interesting. Well, right? no, I mean, they need a quarterback. Well, I mean, Bridgewater. Bridgewater's still young. Yeah, but he's, he's coming off injuries. You don't know how he's going to – he could be another RG3 situation. But he's not like – he's not an RG3 type guy, though. Yeah, he's not a he's, running he's quarterback. He's a pocket passer. I get it. But um, I'm just saying, somebody coming off two years, a two-year injury is a risk. I'll say this. I don't blame him because well I don't think Bridgewater's all that good anyway. So, you know, there's that. There's well, I mean, when you draft that early and – you have a chance to take who is considered to be a potential franchise quarterback. You, you, you go draft, for it. You never draft for need. You, yeah. No, you always draft for need, nah. don't you? No, you draft not, not first round. Player. First round, you draft first available, best available. Yeah. Think about that in fantasy. Uh, New England Patriots. Um, New right. England Patriots added Jeremy Hill. So what did the Jets finish on. last year? Do you have any idea? 5-11. The Patriots. 5-11. They yeah. don't get no airtime on this show. Next, All right, Cordell next. Patterson, Jordan Matthews. Two they signed bags. Jordan Matthews? Two jet bags. Jesus yeah, that's, that's Christ. You, know, you don't even remember. Yeah, Matt Tobin. <laughs> Jesus. Tobin. Danny Shelton, good. That's a good sign. And Jason McCourty, that's a good sign too. They, they drafted uh, offensive tackle uh, Isaiah Wynn, Sony Michelle. Which is a good signing for that or yeah. draft pick. They lost Deion Lewis. They lost Brandon Cooks. They lost Martellus Bennett. They lost Nate Solder. Kramer Fledderin. Uh, James Harrison's gone. Malcolm Butler's gone. They lost a lot. Yeah, they lost a lot of guys. Um, they, you know, there's uh, there's some drama last year, of course, with Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. Yeah. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens with that. I'm going to be honest with you. I th- I'm going to I'm going to tell you right now. If they fail. If they fail. Brady might be gone. Well, he's going to retire. Yes. If they fail, I think this could be Brady's last season. You mean like they don't win the As a matter of fact, time? we don't do hot takes on the show. This will be Tom Brady's last season. I'm nah. calling, it, calling right it right now. now? I'm calling it. Nah. At age 41, Tom Brady will be done. This will be it for the New England Patriots. All right. Well, I'm going to Come disagree on, with so that, but that's that's fine. Go fuck Yourself, he, he threw for almost six hundred yards. He can throw for eight hundred yard, eight hundred and sixty thousand. Look, man, I'm the first one to tell you saying. how much of a fucking jet yeah, bag he is. About? Sometimes you start a sentence. And I hope he gets hit by a fucking truck. Sometimes I'll start a sentence, what? and I don't even know where it's going. I just hope I find it along the way. You know? I'm just saying, if the Patriots miss the playoffs this year, 
Or they're if not going to miss if the playoffs. He gets hurt. Why? Why? Why aren't they? Because – wait, because let's finish up the AFC East and then we can talk about why they're not going to finish it. It's true. <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm just trying to do a hot take. You're just trying to stir up controversy. <laughs> well, that's what a hot take is. He should, he should stick to I should just stick terrible to hot, jokes. Hot shits. <laughs> Miami, <laughs> Miami Dolphins. <laughs> Miami Dolphins added Brock Osweiler yeah, in yeah. his fucking $647 million contract. Frank Gore, <laughs> he's still playing. Albert Wilson. <laughs> Danny Amendola is on the Miami Dolphins. Wow. Robert Quinn. That's actually a decent signing for them. They uh, drafted safety Micaiah Fitzpatrick. My, uh, Jaleski from uh, 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 Penn State. I'm uh, sure Jaleski, everyone's jerking okay. off in the shower right now. Uh, off-season losses. Matt Moore, Jay Cutler. Oh, fuck. Those are big losses. They lost Jarvis Landry. Big loss. That is a big loss, yeah. Uh, Julian Thomas is gone. Mike Pouncey has gone. Sue is gone. Lawrence Timmons is gone. Michael Thomas Jesus. safety. Nate Allen is gone. Cody Parker is gone. And Jay Cutler. Here's the big thing, okay? Did you mention Jay Cutler? Yeah, I did. Here's oh. the big thing about what they lost last year. All right, I want, I, want, I want you guys to keep this in mind. When Ryan Tannehill went down last year, their season went down the fucking tubes. They tried with Cutler. It didn't work out. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Jesus Christ. Jay Cutler, the guy fucking retired last year, and they brought him back. And then he retired again. Now he's a fucking analyst for fucking Fox. Well, guess what I'm not doing next year? I'm putting on fucking Merrill and Mike all year whenever those fucking cocksuckers are on. I don't want to listen to fucking Jay Cutler and although, his analysis. Although, I have to say, Mike Quick is god-awful. And that was brought to you by Mad Blood Splatter the Game. Uh, I, I just don't understand why he's still on the air. I, he, I just He's, he's oh. just not good. Yeah, I was a good ball player, though, Jake man. He, he was Great ball player, but I was good. I was my last name was Quick, and I ran fast, and and I was good at that. So Jake, ho ho ho! Jake's in the fucking stinky. So so why are you gonna bash me, man? What are you talking about? If you're not Uh, good, Mike Quick. I'll trash Mike Quick, man. Why you doing that for? I'm I'm saying I'm saying he's a terrible commentator. But he fits in with Merrill Reese. No, he doesn't. Why do you think I've why do you, why do one of you think I fit in? What do you do think I don't? Fuck you guys. What Gary? Why do you tell the people why I should fit in with the yeah, people? Why do you tell your buddy? Hold on. This analysis is brought to you by Doctor Brian Jansen and his back crack, whack of the game. Hey, the Phillies won. Good job. He fixed my third vertebrae. Made me feel good again. Made my dick even longer. So why don't you even tell the people Jesus. about why Mike Quick should be a part of the broadcast team? Just because he played for the Eagles doesn't mean that, you know he's he's got to be like Just you know. I asked you a motherfucking question, God Gary. Damn it, Gary. This is anytime that anything bad. Like, Mike Quick's asking you a question, Gary. Tell the people why I should continue. Don't talk bad Hold about on. the Eagles or anything that ever happened with Hold the Eagles. Hold on. All of a sudden, he's going to... Tell maybe, the people maybe why Chip I should Kelly. be on the maybe air. Chip Kelly, he was, Chip, Chip Kelly had a good year with the Eagles. Maybe he should be, you know... Fuck Chip Kelly. I hope he burns it fucking out. 
All right. Well, we at least established, I haven't heard we established tell the a line at least. Why I should be on the air. Leave my quick alone. Is this how you got? That was Marrow by Quick. He's terrible as an announcer. Oh. Great football player. Terrible announcer. I, I, I don't disagree. Oh, now all of a sudden. It took 15 minutes, and now you finally don't disagree. Oh, I was first, <laughs> and I played football, and I lost the Super Bowl. And I have a kick-ass mustache. It is and a mustache. I'm, and, and I'm bald. I'll fuck you up if you don't answer this question, Gary. Why, why don't you think my ass should be calling the Eagles games anymore? Yo, by the way, by the way, motherfuckers, this hot take is brought to you by rechargeable Slack, lighters. Slack, sack, whack it again. That's, yeah, that's the only one everybody remembers. Like, they, the Eagles won the Super Bowl. Mara Reese is all excited, and then there's... There's my quick, whoa, we won, baby, yeah. (laughs) We're all, like, jumping up and down screaming. Let me find some fine-ass bitches to fuck tonight. In Minnesota, cold-ass white bitches all frozen. That that take was brought to you by Allen's Ice Scraper. (laughs) Get the ice scraper to scrape that shit off that cunt. I'll work that shit off. This is Mike Quick's cunt scrape. That injury report is brought to you by if your end zone is in the red zone. <laughs> Call Dr. Gottlieb. Proctologist on City Line Avenue. That's actually pretty funny. If your end zone is in the red zone, <laughs> call 610. Stop! Sore okay, ass. doing it. Yeah! <laughs> How about... That that could be the name of our show, End Zone in the Red Zone. <laughs> end Zone in the Red Zone with Brandon Lee Calton. <laughs> I like it. If your end zone is in the red zone. Oh, All right. So, um, You're yeah. a crumb creep. Miami. All right, so Buffalo. <laughs> Buffalo added <laughs> Jay McCarron, Chris Ivory, Jeremy Curley. That's a good song. Uh, Vontae Davis, uh, nothing else. A draft pick, Josh Allen. Right. We'll get to that in a second. Tremaine Edmonds, good linebacker. Losses, Tyrod Taylor is gone. Mike Tolbert is gone. Mike Tolbert still fucking plays Jesus. football. Jordan Matthews is gone, like we mentioned. He went to the Patriots. <laughs> Richie Incognito. Um, yeah, that's the, I mean, okay. I, <laughs> You? <laughs> I love my guys. I love my little dudes. That basically narrows it down. <laughs> AFC East goes how? Top to bottom. <laughs> AFC East goes in what direction? Top to bottom. How's it go? Gary, you start. Who cares? Um, got it all over my shorts. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let's figure out who's the worst. Um, you, know, the you, know what, you know what's best about that? Hold on. You know what's great about that clip right here? You got it all over my shorts. <laughs> For the first year we've been playing it, I always thought it was you saying that. That's my brother. I know. Yeah. I know. For like a couple yeah, weeks. Yeah, I thought it was too. Like, oh, yeah. shit. By the way, that's Ryan talking yeah. about Gary. And then Gary was the first one to start laughing. Yeah. Let's hear it again. Right. Hold on. You got it all over my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and you. Yeah. No, he walked right in the house. Bunch of childs. <laughs> as the girl was bitching. Just as he walked up to the door. You got it all over my shirts. <laughs> yeah, he's like, Jesus Christ. 
I said, can you back outside for 10 minutes? Well, apparently you already busted it. Yeah, it was all of our shirts. Victoria says better on you than you, fucking Take me out. No, you know where the bus stop is. <laughs> oh, man. Callie just said, Bunch of Childs is the best. He loves that, that one. That is a good one. Yeah, it is good. All right, so it's a fucking order. Let's I, go. I even admit it. I asked you fucking cocksuckers. All right, so we called the Jets at the bottom. The Jets are at the bottom. I top for bottom, not what your sex life is. Top well, to bottom. Well, everybody. All right, New England's well, top. I gotta Why? Why? New England's always going to be done. top. They're done. Because they have Tom Brady. It's over. Because they have Tom Brady. It's over. It's not over. He's 40 fucking one years old. It's over. I'm done. It's over. No receivers. Chris Hogan's the only fucking receiver he has. Hogan is and the only receiver he has. That's it. It's and over. He has, and he has Gronk. No running game. And he has Gronk. Okay, so it's Tom Brady and Gronk. running game. Oh, fuck and they him. never need a receiver. Fuck him. It's over. It's, it's over. over. I'm telling you right now. Okay, hot so take. It's over. It's your, not your, over. Your reasoning is wrong. 41 does not mean. It's wrong. true. We scored 41 against 41. Fucking 46. I mean, I'm done. Well, playing football. That's mom told me, build a shit over it when you're done. All right. You so, can't get hard anymore. So, yeah, you're done. Yeah, that's why I pulled a God, shit God, who's going to finish second that's in that division? It's going to be like seven and nine. <laughs> but I didn't hear you. So, all right, so Patriots, and then what? And who's finished second? Who's? doesn't matter. Who's quarterback? Who signed Bridgewater? Buffalo did, right? Buffalo. All right, I'm going, I'm going Buffalo to finish second. Seven and nine. Oh, my God. Six and ten. Eight and eight. Jesus seven, nine, six, Christ. and ten is what I'll, I'll pick uh, Miami, and like four and 12 will be the Jets. And, 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 um, 11 and 5 for the Patriots. Yes, yeah, Sean, go ahead. Pick Miami, some. fucking Dolphins, win the AFC East. Miami Dolphins. Mine. I'm calling it. That's Miami great. Dolphins win the AFC East. It's easy to call because when you're wrong, you're like, no, nobody really expected this to happen. Come on, man. But if you're right, you're like, see? See, look at me. I'm the fucking man. But if you're wrong, you're just like, eh. What do you I'm the man, yeah. I'm the man, I'm the man, I'm the man, yeah. right? AC East. <laughs> yeah. Dolphins win the division, then the Patriots, then the Jets. Oh, you know how the Patriots finished last? I mean, nah. you know, why don't you go, if you're going to go big, and then go, the, go uh, real big. the Bills. The Bills are going to fucking blow. LaShawn McCoy and his rapist ways, they're done. Fuck you, rape. And... Although McDermott, you know, does have a good defense. I didn't think he raped somebody. I thought he just no. He raped. He raped people. No, I he thought told. It was, you, no, I it was, was rape. Domestic abuse. No, she it's the same thing. She wants to shut up, and she asked for Fletcher.com, and you know, he got no, no answer. So he fucking raped her instead. All right, let me do this read real quick before we get to seeing the cocksucker. Uh oh, drink up, bitches. For tattoos, Pearson, a much more checkout venue, tattoo, and Pearson venue. They, do a they will do a Jacob's Ladder. Venue has fantastic, experienced artists and a clean, sterile <laughs> shop ready to get you inked up. Giving you the great designs that you'll love forever. Venue does weekly sport testing to make sure that their autoclave sterilizer is working properly. They also use and only sell high end titanium jewelry for body piercing. Uh, venue, they do eyebrow tattooing, which is known as microblading 
I almost got an eyebrow tattoo. And eyelash extensions. I almost got an eyelash extension, too. Venue is open seven days a week, so call to make an appointment at 215-659-3310 or visit them on the web at VenueTattooShop.com. That's Venue Tattoo Shop. Same great people, same great service. They're at in Willgrove, Pennsylvania at 600 York Road. Again, if you walk in mention Corner Pub and Sports. mention Corner Pub Sports, you get a $25, you get a $25 gift, gift certificate. VenueTattooShop.com. Check them out. Good stuff. I'm getting my tattoo from them very soon. Nice. Yeah, I, um, I just passed by the shop. Checked in on Gabs. He was uh, he's still um, recovering. He's got a little, you know, he's got a ways for recovery. A little so. penis? Is that what you just said? What's your recovering? Recover- he's recovering from a... Um, he had hip surgery um, replacement and... Um, had that actually end up getting infected, and then so what they had the to get fuck, rid of the infection man. and stuff. Yeah, it's pretty serious. So, you know, definitely could uh, they definitely could use the support now more so than ever, just to kind of, you know, without him uh, being in the shop and stuff, they could definitely use some more people to come in and, and you know fill some of the voids there. So, definitely now is a great time to check them out. And Dang. they're uh, the great people there, and you so know, infected and shit. I got no lie. I got two texts, two separate texts. From Polsky? No. That um, basically this. Bunch <laughs> of child. Is the top five. That's great. On the soundboard. Nice. Two different texts saying that, which is true. And if you were with us from the beginning, <laughs> that, was, that was a Saturday afternoon. We're drinking a double IPA. We're drinking... Um, it was a troves. It was, uh, a, it was before a, my time. Uh, oh man, we were fucked up. It's one, of, and he's just. Yeah, my your, brother said, "Yeah, he's used to do it." And he said, "Gary, he said by one o'clock in the afternoon on a Saturday, we're all fucking." Yeah, and your and your week and your Saturday's your, ruined. Your weekend's right. Your weekend's shot. Although my weekend's ruined anyway because I'm hungover on Saturday. So. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta go fucking car shopping. Hey. Oh boy. Hey. Oh, good for you. Hey. All right. Well, I think it's time, guys. Seeming swallowing cocksucker of the week. And this is why. You cocksucker! I'll punch you in the mouth! He's just going on some red. So, we're at fucking semen swallowing cocksucker, right? Yeah. Are you going first? No, I'll pass on you. Okay. (laughs) So, another slow week. It's really tough to figure out what to go with. Um, so I'm just going to go with the jackass that reported that um, Goddard had a broken elbow after the practice. Yes. Um, yeah. You know. Good job. Just terrible journalism. Like, nobody had any clue what was going on. And I, I didn't even pay attention. By the time that I caught on to what was going on, the mass hysteria had already ended. Um, but, yeah, that's uh, that's a jackass that what, just – What he drew – Drew attention to his article, right? And that's shit. I mean, he did he did what he had to do. He did his job, whether it's jerk off or not jerk off. You know? Well, he's a jerk off. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I didn't I'm say saying. I disagree, boy. Oh, right. Man. That's just like saying if the girl's a pig, would you still hit it? I never said I wouldn't hit it. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, that's he's still a that's, jerk off, but he did what he had to do. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
Or you no, not really. I, I'm, I'm lost. I, see, I kind of... See, Mike, you, you're not from Kensington. I mean, let me school you a little bit here. Who's, I'm sorry, who's... Oh, it's, it's, this is yours, yeah. What? No, this is mine. No, it's his. Wow. Are you being a smart ass over there, Sean? Jesus, Gary. Now go home and get your fucking shine box. <laughs> Wrap them headphones right around your fucking throat, you fuck you. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I'm only I got a, I got all this. Gary's, up. Gary's angry. We have angry Gary today. Well, I thought I had a bad true. week. It's a unicorn. I was ten minutes late, man. I got all this stuff. I'm all backed up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yeah. I mean, I, that's that's really it. I mean, I don't like have a, a big story behind it. I just think it's a, it was a you know a jackass move. Am I going next to you? I thought I don't care. See me swallowing cocksucker all the week. week, and this is why. You cocksucker. No, you know what? I'll go. Punch you in the mouth. Mine's Jalen Ramsey. Okay, Jalen Ramsey is a cornerback from the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. Drafted last year. He's a top 10 pick, I think 7th seventh seventh overall. Very good cornerback. Very, very, very good cornerback. He called out multiple quarterbacks this week in the league. Basically saying that the, the, the uh, Buffalo Bills are idiots for, for drafting Josh Allen. That, that he's trash. He basically said that Ben Roethlisberger is no good. Okay, he said he's not sold on Carson Wentz. He said something about Matthew Stafford and his Matthew yeah. Stafford's wife. You know. Yeah, he's not a fan of Matthew Angel. Stafford. Okay, the only quarterbacks he's a, a fan of, uh, uh fucking Tom Brady. Uh, fuck, I gotta be honest with you, I forget who they are now. I don't have it in front of me right now. But it's it, it's like a list. It's okay. But here's the kicker. I don't give a fuck who he said was good and who wasn't because Jalen Ramsey's opinion doesn't matter to me because, you know, in my opinion, Tom Brady fucking kicked your fucking ass in the, in the, in the fucking AFC championship game. Whose ass did Tom Brady kick? Yeah, well. Well, yeah. not the Eagles. Well, they, well he, he did still the still threw yeah. 500 well, yards. Come on. No, this <laughs> year. He threw 500 last year, man. Yeah, but actually. Our, you know, Nikki Big Dick Nick was fucking – up That's to right. the challenge. But anyway, uh, here's the thing, Jalen. Um, throw for 300 yards in the first half. Oh, my beer. Here's the kicker. Jalen was bashing all his quarterbacks. He said Aaron Rodgers, you know, and he named like oh, Aaron Rodgers, Marcus Mariota, and someone else were the three quarterbacks that, uh, that he believed in, okay, in the, in, the, in the league right now. But the kicker was – he said, I wish we would have trusted Blake Borders more and we would have thrown the ball more in the AFC Championship game. So I'm sorry. You're bashing the likes of most of the league. You know, most of the fucking league call, calling a lot of guys frauds. He didn't mention Breeze. He didn't mention fucking, you know, Kirk Cousins. You know, he didn't mention even Alex Smith. Yeah, he didn't mention Alex Smith. And he bashed Stafford. He said he wasn't sold on Wentz. You know, all these other guys in the league, he didn't mention any of them. You know, uh, you know, you fucking name it. I, mean, I don't know. I mean, uh, you know, Deshaun, uh, he, Deshaun Watson's the other guy he said he bleeded. in. Deshaun Watson, Aaron Rodgers. Well, Deshaun Watson played three games. Yeah, really. Yeah. Um, But he's a believer, though. You know, he, he believes I mean, in I'm him. I'm taking off from Deshaun. Now he's bashing Josh, Josh Allen, which I'm not against that part because he's like Josh Allen never played against a big time school. Whenever he did, he struggled. Blah blah blah. That's fine. 
But who the fuck are you to say that your team should have passed more because you believe in Blake Bortles? Another one whose mom should have smiled. Blake Bortles? I'm I'm sorry, really. Like like that that's you're gonna play him. Not a great quarterback, a game manager. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I just thought it was it was a fucking weak take by Jalen Ramsey. He's trying to get his name out there. Look, look, he he's a good defensive. He's a good player. Yeah, he's a good player. But now you have a target on your back. These guys are going to – I don't know, man. So, I, I'm i going to go and do one more if I could since I think we got a little bit of time and we got some time to fill. Um, mine is – What about the cheesy fucking football and fucking – All right, well – Yes, I know that you want to talk about that one. Yes, I do. But I want to just call out – and I hate getting political, but I want to call out Blue Lives Matter. Oh. The Jets reached out to Blue Lives Matter to set up a meeting to discuss some things or to do something, figure out a way to do it. And Blue Lives Matter, the, the head of the guys, turned them down saying, you know, basically like, oh, we don't believe in it, you know, this and that. And you guys don't stand up for this. Like, So they get extended an olive branch. And they're like, oh, you know, you guys like, you know, do all these different things and have criminals and this and that. And. You know, the Jets are like, you know, none of our guys kneeled. None of our guys did any of this. Like, we're not right. part of this. Now, granted, they did sign Isaiah Crowell, which, you know, had a picture of some guy slitting a cop's uh, that throat. That fucked up, yeah. You know, I, I, didn't I help. Yeah. Doesn't help their cause. But um, nonetheless, um, you know, you guys are a bunch of jackasses. If, you know, you're, you're going to sit there and, and – you know, try to promote the Blue Lives Matter, and then when somebody reaches out to you to try and, you know, try to make headway and, and try to, you know, help you help your cause, really, and, and show that you're a, um, you know, show that they're willing to work with you and, yeah. and, you know, and you, you know, you know, basically tell them, go fuck yourself. Like, no, fuck you. So, that's yeah, right. Go fuck yourself. Gary? Seeming swallowing cocksucker of the week. And this is why. You cocksucker! I'll punch you in the mouth! Let me start by saying this. There's there's a certain fucking billboard in fucking Foxborough, Massachusetts that is up supporting the Philadelphia Eagles Super Bowl win. Is it Gary Seas, by the way? Yes. I, I am not blasting the reason that the billboard's there. I'm blasting the craftsmanship of the billboard. It is fucking horrible. And as an Eagles fan, I'm fucking embarrassed. How about that? How you like them apples? Fuck you and fuck that billboard. Moving on. All right. So the, the one thing that I will agree with Gary on on that is that it certainly clearly seemed to be more about a self-promotion ploy than what was let on. And, um, you know, I'm sitting here from the outside looking in. I'm not, you know, I don't, I'm not on social media as much as, as a lot of the guys are. So, but my, the reason that I'm saying it is because on the billboard is all these things about go birds and this and that. And, it looks you know, like which a is, fucking Thanksgiving Day fucking table cover. All right, all right. That's what that fucking billboard looks like. But it looks like I put it on my dining room table at Thanksgiving. 
but my my point wasn't really about the artwork, which oh, okay. you could take, which you may be a little bit right on, but um, it, it's more about the fact that on there has like four different websites and four different groups to go on to and all that different thing. So it wasn't really to rub it in New England's face. In the end, it seems like it was more to try and get names out than to well, rub it in New England's face. And because I'd be embarrassed to have that fucking thing No, so, I mean, but my point is, is that, like, it was, we all thought that the whole point of it was to, to rub it into, um, New England's face and this and that, but really what it ended up being was it ended up being a, a, a way that they could put their name on a billboard and have other people pay for it. I, I, all right. So, Hey, Ma, I thought where's, that was, the, where's the turkey serving train? Look at this fucking thing I got on the table for so this year. So, part, part of me says, you know, that's really shitty. But part of me also is like, that's kind of savage. And I, I kind of respect it a little bit. If it's Maybe I'm wrong for saying it, but I... Look, man, I'm saying that the cause... She found a bunch of suckers to kind of go in and, and found a way to promote her. Like, yeah. I know that you just didn't particularly think that the artist oh. did a good job on it. No. It could have been better. You should have shoved that pastel right up his ass and do something else. <laughs> 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 Jesus Christ. It's my hour, Sean. You got some text messages over there, are you? <laughs> it's true. <laughs> and Sean, I have a random Sean thought. has an uncomfortable like. <laughs> no, Sean I, I is just, the uncomfortably I'm quiet. You, I'm He's never you guys uncomfortably quiet. All the shit that's <laughs> talked about on this show when I'm the uncomfortable quiet one. Sean, how's it feel, buddy? Oh, it, it sounds down. awful. I gotta write this down. I'm sorry. You're not sorry. You're I'm, never sorry. I'm really not. And then you, and then the next one is, well, I'm just drunk. Well, no. <laughs> really? I know you. You actually. This you fuck, said this. Holy you, fuck. You 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 claimed that you were going to go off on this before yes. you were drunk when you were sober. So yes, that's fair. Uh, uh, I'm fucking dying. I I had a random thought. And whoever when, don't like my opinion can suck my fucking balls. It's true. That. Oh, good for you. Yeah, yeah, it's good for me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Flick that bean, yeah. Flick your fucking bean. <laughs> I had a random thought Wednesday. It was Wednesday. I was talking about, uh, I was talking about Crazy Eddie. Remember Crazy Eddie? Our prices are insane. Yeah, you did one of your promos for yeah, the rest yeah, of the day. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, our prices are insane. It's crazy. And I, I was sitting there, I was thinking, like, what the fuck happened to that dude? So he ran out of cocaine. No, so I was thinking, I'm like, damn, man, like he went out, like, like his prices were insane, right? He was VCRs six dollars, you know, the TVs forty three dollars. He lasted three years. Yeah, well, it's much longer than most people's marriages. So, <laughs> but he lasted a while, you know. He, he you know, he he lasted, right? It is his business, ran. Remember who was who's running the boulevard, right? Yes. Yeah. <coughs> Big yellow sign, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. right so I was right thinking. Where Best Buy is now. 
Is that where it was then? Yes. Right next to Sahara Sam's? Yes. <laughs> you got it. Mm-hmm. Those in the Philly area. No, what's crazy, Eddie's a chain. Oh, the franchise. I think so. Yeah. It was a franchise? Yeah, franchise it was. a couple of them, right? So I have a question. What happened to Crazy Eddie? He went crazy. He ate, well, a, bullet. He ate a bullet. Sean so, looked it up. No, I didn't look it up, but I was thinking, like, do you think he's at? Why would you not look it up? Look it up. Someone look up Crazy Eddie. What happened to Crazy Eddie? Because I'm going to tell you right now what happened to Crazy Eddie. Let's Before you even, I'm going to tell you right now. He's divorced. Okay, he's divorced. His kids hate him. I'm going to tell you why he's divorced and his kids hate him. His kids are hell of a drug? No, because he <laughs> fuck, all he did was scream, right? So he's like, you know, he come home. You know, it's, it's like three years after the business ended. He's like, hey, you ran a vacuum cleaner! Who took out the trash tonight? You know, doing all that shit, screaming at his fucking kids. He died in 2016 at the age of 68. Now you feel bad. No, I don't. <laughs> no, Sean should feel bad. I hope they didn't make a mistake when they buried him. So, um, <laughs> I, I thought maybe it was because he had a whole bunch of Why do you think he had a shit. fucking, why do you think he died yeah, at the age of 68? <laughs> you know, fucking screaming and shit, yelling at his kids. It was holidays. I told you to clean up your honeycombs. I told you not to add the milk first before you put the cereal in the bowl. You're insane. What at this fucking dog? I told you to clean up after this fucking dog. How many times I gotta tell you? I didn't want to shit you. My dog. I want a beagle. This dog is insane. Crazy hurt. Eddie, fucking cocksucker! I'm glad I'm glad he died. This load's gonna be insane. <laughs> I'm gonna squirt my shooter in your face. I'm gonna come, baby. I'm gonna come. Usually, usually shirt. I need earplugs for <laughs> what you guys are talking about. Now I need earplugs because the pitch is so high, and because of the shit you're talking about. Horny Eddie. Look at crazy Eddie. I'm going to come right in your vagina. Low blowing Eddie. <laughs> Fucking asshole. I'm glad he's dead. Uh, let's move on. Uh, six. <laughs> let's go piss on his grave. <laughs> yeah, we still got to talk Phillies. Well, real quick. Before we get to Phillies, before we close out the show with the Phillies, the Sixers did a really fucking cool thing. Lindsey Harden has been added to a scout team for the Sixers. Did you hear about this? No. She is the second. Um, she's she's a former WNBA player. Okay. She is the second WN player WNBA player to be added to an NBA um, office. Okay. Pretty fucking cool. She's now she's basically the, like the, she's like the head scout now. Right. Lindsay right. Harden is now the head scout hired by the Sixers. Fucking that's awesome. No, she was playing bad. Well, let's not start sucking each other's dicks quite yet. She laid on her back to get that job. Get the fuck out of here. And again, Gary. Remember addicts? This is why we can't have nice things. Do you remember when women had rights? Do you remember that? Get the fucking rights I give you. Shut the fuck up. 
Now get out there and cook my steak and fucking macaroni and cheese, you fuck. I worked all fucking day. I shouldn't have to come home and listen to your shit. Why ain't dinner on the fucking table? And another thing. Don't let me have to come home and sweep and mop either, you fuck. It should be clean before you make dinner. Yeah, I said it. Two tears in the fucking fuck. Stop! Okay, keep doing it. Yeah! <laughs> I don't want to call Fresco.com. I just want you to clean this fucking house. Where's my... Give me a beer, you old whore! <laughs> you motherfucker, you. You're lucky I let you stay here. <laughs> I need to drink more. Well, Mike, uh, you were in the Phillies jersey. <laughs> um, ooh. They don't. Phillies, Phillies had a very interesting week. Very, very interesting week. Um. So it starts, well, since we were on last Friday, it starts with a three-game series against San Diego. Not good. A whale's vagina. God damn, this beer is good. Um, Holy fuck. Black Current Rising, by the way, Naked Bruin. Oh, my goodness. Black so, Current Rising is so good. So, That's a 7% right there. They, not. No? Dude, try it. A little bit. Okay. They lose... They lose two or three to an awful team. And it's not good. And they looked really bad doing it. Then they have a day off, come and play two against the Red Sox. Looked terrible the first game. Or no, it wasn't... Was the first game? No, the first yeah, the Red, game was the Red Sox. No, the, they, they, they were in it, but the, the first game they were in. No, the first game was another kind of like a bit of a heartbreaking game that they just didn't score. Right. Again. Again. Yeah. Um, I think it was a shutout, like a three nothing shutout or something. Pavetta, yeah, Pavetta pitched well. They couldn't pull it out. Right. Know. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And then they come back and they win the next game against. The he Red starts Sox. to come and then he pulls out. So, you're like, all right, you, you, took, you took one or two against the Red Sox. You got some momentum going. And then they have a doubleheader against the Mets. They lose the first fucking game, 24-4. to four. Now, granted, they have a triple-A pitcher. Mike, they had a pitcher playing. He didn't even wind up. He was just blooping a fucking ball. Last night. Well, yeah, when it, when it was 20-4 to four at that point. Uh, still, man, the fuck? Well, what's, why not? Why would you waste a, a pitching arm when you got a doubleheader? So, yeah, I mean. I'm just not a fan of laziness. I'm a fan of fucking hard work. I don't care if you're winning 50 to nothing, man. Work hard. Prove you want to be here. Prove you're viable. So you're, you're saying that the, the fact that the guy wasn't throwing hard kind of. He wasn't even trying. What, Kingery? Yeah, Kingery. I'm going to tell you right now. Gabe, Gabe put Kingery in. Gabe said, listen, you know, here's the deal. We're losing by 20 runs. Just get us out of this. Don't get yourself. Don't get yourself. Yeah, but here's the thing. Like he, I think Gabe was like, look, don't get yourself hurt. You know, I, I don't want you to get hurt. Just, just do what you have to do. Okay, all right. Then I, I'll, I'll back off on that a little bit. Then. Because they were down, they were down by pitcher. 20 runs. I mean, they were down by 20 runs. Yeah, he's not a pitcher. I don't. The the the, the day before, um, the Phillies used eight relief pitchers. Okay, you have a doubleheader. 
Yeah, because why did they take Velasquez out after two and a third? I'll tell you why. Because Gabe Kapler, he's a he's a manager that focuses on a pitch count. Two and a third innings. I'm, he's I'm only at like I'm he's only he's got to only be like 30, 40 pitches. I'm telling you, he's focusing on a pitch count. Yeah, but the pitch count is 30, 40 pitches. That doesn't make sense. I'm just telling you. Well, you're telling me what? That he's focusing on a pitch count. Okay, but the. <laughs> But but what about the pitch? Not game? for a starter. A like hundred pitches? A hundred pitches is your limit, man. You're talking about, oh, all right. I'm sorry. Yeah, like the first guy that was in, Velasquez. I think we're jumping back. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. We're talking about Kingery, and we're talking now. We're talking about Velasquez. That no, was two different nights. Yeah, but you're talking about. You're saying that they used eight. Because oh, they used eight so relievers the night before. That's right. It's terrible, man. I know. So they That's used eight managing. relievers, but why did they take Velasquez out after two and a third? I don't know. I mean, that, and that's another question. That's another question that I I don't I, I don't know. I don't understand. I mean, they ended up oh. winning the game, but they used eight relievers, and it right. It didn't cost them. So the with, they were probably yeah, losing but, that game either way, but still. But still, with that being the case, right? You know, you used eight eight relievers the night before. Um, eight fucking relievers. That's ridiculous, man. I I agree. I agree. So, but I I still understand why. Like, I don't mind Kingery pitching. If it, was, if it wasn't a doubleheader, you're seeing other arms in there. But I don't mind Kingery pitching. But when because it's a, it's a doubleheader, a, you're you're trying to preserve the yes, arms. Yeah. You're trying to preserve for the second game, and you did because you end up needing them. Right. You know, winning the second game. Um, but that performance in the first game was a it was atrocious. They're making errors. Um, and I I, I got to be honest with you. If it wasn't a doubleheader. And Roman Quinn and Scott Kingery are pitching four innings of baseball, and I'm a paying fan. I'm pissed off. This is why we don't have the younger generation and the younger crowd coming to play for, to pay for tickets to watch the Philly show. You just don't have it. That's why. Yeah. You really they had forty thousand there. T- I don't know. They had a nice crowd. I mean, they did have a nice crowd. I tell you what, though, for being a first place crowd, that was sad. it should be a lot better. It, right, there shouldn't be a seat left. No, there shouldn't be. It's it's expensive, man. It is expensive. It's true. So I don't know, um, but <laughs> Pulse, you said you have Asian eyes. I'm fucking drunk. <laughs> so what? Um, so where do you think the Phillies stand? I mean, they they had it. They had a bad week. They bounced back, won the second game, and then won tonight. The Braves finally lost the game. The Braves got a tough schedule against the Rockies now. I think the Phillies fight and struggle, but don't end up making it. The Braves lost tonight, right? I don't know what happened tonight. They were were down. The Phillies won, right? The Phillies won, but, I mean, is the Braves game over? The Phillies are now – yeah, the Braves were losing. So, the Phillies are now in first place. No, they're a half game out. They were a half game out. No, they were a game and a half out. Oh, so they're half game out. Right. All right, Phillies are half game out. Dude, um, what do you think? Huh? What do you think the Phillies ultimately do? So you're being, you're, you're, you're being uh, called a Megalodon lover, by the I'll, way. I'll fuck that Megalodon right in his ass. Oh, we're back to that? Yes. No, okay. I was thinking about – well, I'll talk about it later off the air. Um, I was thinking about doing a new shirt. Yeah? Yeah, we'll talk about it after, after the show. So um, – the the interesting thing is, I looked up the Braves' schedule. I mean, they got the Rockies now, which is a tough, tough team. 
They got the Diamondbacks left. They got three against the Diamondbacks. They got three against the Red Sox. They got a, go- a bunch of games against the Nationals. They got a few games against. They got a few games against the, the right. Phillies. They got I think Tampa Bay, who's somewhere around 500. I think they have a game against the Cubs or something. They like have that. three they, against the Cubs. Three against yeah. the Cubs. So they got a tough September. They do. It doesn't. It, it's easy until September, and then it gets tough. They do have a tough. Uh, they do have a tough September. They have a tough end of the stretch here, which is good because you know what? I want them to earn it. I don't want them. No, to I'm dis- talking about the Braves. Oh no, the Phillies have a tough schedule too, though. The Phillies have three against the Braves. Uh, hold on, seven against the Braves, like six against the Marlins, three against the Cubs, uh, eleven against the Mets. That's tough. See, man. but the Mets should. Be easy. I know. Ten, or nine against the Mets now. Right. Nine. But I'm saying that the, the Phillies actually have an easier schedule record wise than the Braves do. Okay. So in right. theory, the Phillies should, you know, have the advantage. The Phillies don't get in. I think the Phillies get in. I don't think the Phillies win in the East. The wow. Card. I think, you think the Braves win the division. I think the Braves win the division. I think the Braves are a better team than the Phillies are. You I think, think, despite the fact that, if you I actually, think the Phillies have a better, or the Braves have a, they're more consistent. Their pitching is more consistent. Their lineup is more consistent. Are they young? Are should they young we go into while we're, you know, going near the end here? Should we talk about the Braves' leadoff hitter and what happened this week? Atuna, he gets hit by a pitch by the Mar- the Marlins pitcher. Throws the hardest pitch of his life, 97 miles per hour, hits him right in the elbow. Wow. The lead off the game, Atuna, who, by the way, led off three straight games with a leadoff home run. And had five straight home runs or five straight games with a home run, right? Right. And what he was doing was he was, you know, he was doing a little hopping, a little hopping and dancing after he hit a home run. So... The Marlins went in their dugout and went, enough of this. He had to put him in check. He had to do it. Like, Did he know, get hurt? I, t- I don't know what the extent of the injury is to this point. I don't know if Atuna's been is back yet or not. But he left the game. He never came back. I mean, he was out of that game. Right. He had you to know, get he, off his high horse, man. It's now, baseball. Baseball now, 101. Right. Now, is that the way? I mean, is that still the way? Is it still the – if you're going to hop and bat flip, I'm going to hit, hit you with a pitch. pitch. I'm going to hit you. Is it? You're going to rub it in my face. I'm going to hit you with a pitch. You know me. I'm old school. So, I think But I think – I'm not saying I disagree with you guys. I know it's a, I know it's, it's a different time. The PC world. Now, MLB like now tweets out pictures of guys doing bat flips. What a beautiful bat flip. You I don't know, give a shit. the MLB I don't give is a shit what they do with that. I know, but what I'm saying is that the, the league is now embracing the bat flip. It's now yeah, embracing the hop. It's now embracing the. Let me watch this go out of the ballpark. You don't. Rub. They've always. You, you don't rub. You don't. You don't rub it into your. Opponent. Rub it in the pitcher's face. Right. Yeah, that's you that's baseball that. one on one. It's an unwritten rule. I like the old school, old style okay. way of baseball. Okay. I agree with both of you. You hit a home run off me. Okay, it happens. You're going to rub salt in my wound? I'm going to hit you with a pitch. Right. I'm hitting you with a pitch. Yeah. I agree with you guys. I'm not – like, I was just painting a picture. Right. I agree with you guys. 
Like, you're going to dance and do that shit? Then I'm hitting you with a pitch. I'm going to hit you with a pitch. I'm going to go sweet chin music on your ass. Right. I'm going to come high and inside. I'm going to back you off that plate. You don't now, like you don't, it? You don't come at me, then, you asshole. Don't, you don't necessarily go for the face. Ah, fuck him. You don't go. Right you don't go for the head. face. You, you, you don't go, you go for the face, but it, if it ends up hitting you there, then so be it. Well, I mean, if if you miss on your throw, yeah, but I mean, you go. I don't want to go for you face. Go for sometimes the, it goes a little higher than tits. You know what I mean? Yeah, the tits is about where I was thinking, but <laughs> sometimes it shoots a little higher. Maybe it's been a week. That's a hell of a pitch. He hits him in his fucking elbow. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I mean, it's that's, it's that's a good throw. The ribs, the ribs in the back, or you know, the chest, the ribs is where right the, the pitch should be. That's that's where you that's where you you know telling them it's a um, that's where you tell them you know Steve you're on a Facebook know. Live you know you're a pitcher you know what happened man someone shows you up what do you do Steve you know what do you do do, do you yeah it's actually yeah it's, it's, it brother. Brother, it's Mike's yeah. brother what do you do Steve you know do you, do you plant the guy next time he's up what do you do I want to I want to see what he thinks you know Steve was a pitcher for a while oh, you know he? yeah he was. I'm gonna see what he thinks. I'm gonna, uh, you know, we'll see on Facebook Live here. But I, um, I threw that, I threw that out to to you guys. You know, you know, I went to see what you guys thought about this whole thing. I played devil's advocate for a second, you know, because I think they're both to blame. I think Atuna was over the top with his celebrations and shit. No need for that. I think the pitcher, dude, you're a starting pitcher for the game. You know, the team kind of needs you. I'm sorry, the Marlins? Yeah. What's their record? It doesn't matter. Like, now you're throwing your bullpen in the mix for the next eight in, eight and two-third innings. So like, yeah, but you're also defending your team. A few years back, when I would, I would coach a softball for my daughter. We're poor, she, she played for Bustleton. We're playing against Fox Rock. I don't know if you guys ever heard of Fox Rock. Anyway, there was this girl. She had two doubles. And every time she hit the double, she would get the second base, and she's dancing and strutting and doing the moonwalk. So now when we're coming in, my daughter says to me, she says, you know what, Dad? That's enough of that. I said, you can't do that. This is Major League Baseball. You're not allowed to do that here. You're going to get in trouble. She says, I don't care. So now they're back out on the field. My daughter's team, this girl, comes up. Now she hits another one. But this time it's right to my daughter. Okay, so now the girl's running, and she's Round at first, and just as she's getting this, boom, my Twitter <laughs> <laughs> just drops. And I said, oh, my God. So I called the girl out. They got her out. My daughter got told her she, she got told she had a set. Yeah. So she comes off the field, and I said, well, you know, wait, I told you not to do that. She says, I don't care, Dad. She I said, shut up. I feel oh, my bad. God, I don't care. I said, all yeah. right, go have a seat. <laughs> you know, Sounds like your daughter. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Sounds like your kid. Which, which one? Which one was this? Geneva. Oh, it's Geneva. Geneva. That's great. Jesus I love Christ, it. man. She said she ain't gonna dance no more. <laughs> she said she ain't doing much of nothing. It's true. So um, anyway, yeah. Now I, I, I just I didn't actually check the Philly schedule. I checked the uh, the Bray schedule and I saw how difficult it was. I was. like, all of a sudden, they're you know, the Braves are hot now. The Phillies find a way to bounce back. I mean, it's it looks like to me, it may come down to that last series. It's probably going to end up coming down. There's going to be a, a team that's got either a game or two lead, and it's going to be whatever happens in that series. 
That's going to be awesome. Win or lose, playing the last, the um, last series yeah, of the season, yeah. and and oh, you know man. having a chance to make the playoffs is going to be can really you exciting. The, can you imagine the, the anxiety level here? Can Just you like imagine I was that? Saying about ten minutes. Jesus ago, Christ, it's going to be a fight. Yeah, and and it'll be it'll be fun, and they're ahead of schedule. But I don't believe the Phillies pull through. But. As frustrated as we are on, and I th- I, we've talked about this a couple times. As frustrated as we are with the wins and losses, and some of the bad decisions that are made, and, and some of the fundamentally bad things that are happening, we're it, it could go down to the last three games of the season to win the division between the Phillies and the Braves. Who would have thought, well, from either of these teams, that that would happen? And let's enjoy the ride. It's true. I Mike, I agree with you, man. So I'm going to end the show with this, and uh, it's kind of interesting. Uh, so I don't know if you guys heard this story. You probably didn't. I, I picked up on it. Wait, this isn't what I wanted to end with. What the fuck? I had a song I wanted to end with. Closing time. No. No, no fuck closing time. <laughs> no, not that. No, no, no. Mike, Mike Give, me Give me a second. Give me a second. Yeah. Mike likes it. You don't like closing time, man. No, I know. No, I got more. a better song, and it's fucking. Why isn't it here? Um, <clears throat> talk amongst yourselves. No, I got. Sean Scott left clumped. Oh man, I'm fucking tired. Are you got it all over your shorts? The fuck's their name? Oh yeah. Gary got it all over his shorts. Oh Jesus. Well, so I want to. I want to ask you guys a question. This is my car. She sparkles in the sun. Shut the fuck up. I'm going to ask you that. Fucking pig. (laughs) (laughs) We're all fucking pigs. You're getting them started now. All right. So we're we're waiting. I'm sorry. Waiting. Uh, There wasn't supposed to be a fucking ad. Fucking cock-sucking pig. So... This is my car. I'm a fucking pig. My hubby bought it for me. <laughs> Smell my vagina. Smell my vagina. It smells like fish, doesn't yeah, it? going to be fun in the car. So, Johnny Depp is with Amber Heard. Right? They're going through a bad divorce. Apparently. And Johnny Depp... You know, this is the second Hall & Oates closeout song we have. Yeah, it is. I yes. like this one better, actually. I like she only come out at night. Ooh! Whoa, <laughs> I was going to play this the next time Molly's on, but I kind of wait. Stop it. That's, um, a, that's a bull swallower. <laughs> man eater. Um, what the fuck? Aliens in there. No, I mean, <laughs> the, the clapping from Private Eyes, though. So, what's that? The clapping for Private oh, Eyes yeah, is kind of cool. It Between her thighs. I square my goo. I know, I hear you. Mine never matter. So here's the thing. Amber Heard, who's with Johnny Depp. Right. Johnny Depp is accusing her of shit in the bed. Apparently she shits in the bed and like throws it at him and shit. Like just rolls in it. Yeah, she rolls in it, throws it at him. She's a monkey. And he's like, I'm done. I can't do this. I can't live with her like this. First of all, she's a cute girl. So I can't imagine her pooping. Like, girls Stop poop. throwing your poop out. Girls don't poop, right? Yes, they do. 
Yeah, they do. They're yeah. nastier than guys. Let's be honest. Um, girls are fucking good. Girls that's, are pretty. That's nasty. actually pretty. It's pretty funny. That's yeah. Like, so Amber Heard like shits the bed and throws it at fucking <laughs> throws it at Johnny Depp. And Johnny Depp's like, damn, I'm crazy. Someone that finished the show crazy, with this. But the, shut up! I'll throw my shit at you. What's the nastiest thing a girl's ever done in front of you? We're gonna end the show on this high note. Oh boy. Besides, in front of you? Really? In front of you? Girl took shit in front of you. She took a shit on you? Oh no, she's on a talk. Come here, I gotta talk to you. Why she's taking the shit? No, you don't do that. No, you don't. Oh come on, man. I don't need a Saturday to talk to her again. What was his name? Fucking pig. That was her name. She's on a talk, taking shit. The nastiest thing girls ever done in front of you. I don't know, man. On the spot, I can't think of. I mean, I'm not gonna go as bad as Gary. I'll, I'll, while you're thinking, yeah, girl, flat out, uh, didn't take a shit. She flat out, like, just pissed with the door open all the time. <clears throat> pissed all the time. Like, what's the big deal? I'm like, I don't want to see that. Shut the door. That's why there's a door on the bathroom. She never understood it. What's the big deal? You know, what's the big deal? I'm like, because I'm watching you fucking pissing, wiping yourself. Like, I don't want to fucking see that shit. I don't understand it. Like, I don't understand it. And then she comes out, doesn't wash her hands, and makes me food. Why aren't you eating? Because you're a fucking pig. And you have 13 cats, you fucking pig. (laughs) We're talking, we got specific. Yeah, Mike knows. Your fingers are all over your clit. Yeah, and then you're pissing. You don't wash your hands. You're wiping your fucking nasty ass puss. Like and and like. All right, so I guess it would be nothing that she did, but the one chick I I don't even know if it was dating, but was hanging out with. What's her name? Got a dog, a puppy dog. What's her? Who's this? Who's this? You, you probably wouldn't even remember. So. Got a got a new puppy dog, yeah, and like left them inside all day, right. and just came home, oh, and the dog like shit all over the place, and she walked in like nonchalant, rolled like, in it, she rolled in it, and, like licked it off. There it was, ooh, um, and just like nonchalantly was like, oh yeah, let me clean this up or you know roll it into like it was like yeah. just put it in the corner, or, like didn't could not like. Lived in an apartment, but like, just did not give a shit about her. Like, and I was just like, "Yeah, this chick just is not very." Uh, She's not know. very tidy. No, not very tidy. Fucking so, Polsky said, "Tuna, what do you say? Tuna sandwich with some piss sauce rolled in it." <laughs> so, so she picked up dog shit in front of you. That was the most disgusting thing you ever seen. No, I mean, she let her dog basically like just shit, shit all over her apartment, yeah. and she like didn't give a shit about like like it smelled and it was like Ugh. yeah like she didn't get off her fucking fat ass put a leash on the dog and take the dog for a walk who was this that's oh, yeah, alright don't worry about it sorry yeah I mean I yeah it's that's alright shut up oh my god I don't care it's not like I remember her last name or shut know where up, she is or anything up, anymore up, anyway I remember one yeah I remember one she was like a, a, a fucking infatuated a fucking little fucking dropkick dog she's like oh are you gonna have a pussy let me take my dog for a walk first I'm like fuck your dog dog probably eats her pussy before you go I know 
It tastes like fucking slobber. <laughs> it tastes like kibbles and clits and clits and clits and clits. I wonder my brother wants to fuck the dogs. Yeah. You notice how it didn't really Did go just that far? Best yep. Well, I mean, Gary went off tangent for a while, but I mean, it didn't really get as as raunchy as normal because your brother wasn't here. Well, I was ten minutes late too. Yeah. Yeah, it took you a little while to get started. That was her with the dog. All right, guys, we were going to see you. All right, here's the big deal. Uh, next week, first of all, first of all, thank you, Mr. Brandon Lee Gowton. Yes. For joining us tonight on the show, Brandon Lee Gowton of BleedingGreenNation.com. Check him out. He gave you all his information. Of course, we're going to, uh, when we publish the episode on iTunes and all that stuff, we will uh, publish his link and all that. Thank you so much, Brandon, for joining us tonight. It was awesome. Really, really good stuff. Um, he follows the team closely. Like I said, he's like a fan. Yep. He's reporting on the team. Nice. He, he's he's awesome. He he really has a different perspective to everything and uh, does a great job. job. Yeah, yep. yeah, it's his job. He does a great job. Yep. Absolute great job. Great, great interview today. So. Yeah, absolutely. So we want to thank you guys, the listeners, live listeners, and, of course, those who download on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn. Satchel. You name there you it. Go. We um, want to thank you guys, everybody. Thank um, you to Naked, obviously, for. Oh, my God, his beer you know, is so good. Keeping tonight, us, um, was so keeping good. us um, from oh, getting thirsty. Um, Tonight's beer was so good. It's fantastic. Oh God, it smells so good. Always good. I'm gonna smell your hair. I'm gonna smell your hair, Molly. You know what the magic says to his girlfriend? She your hair And thank it's you to. It's uh, true. Thank you to Venue Tattoo Piercings. Don't forget your Jacob's ladder. Thank you to Venue. Don't forget your Jacob's ladder. Except for Gary, yeah. whose penis is apparently too small. Walk yeah. into Venue Tattoo, mention Cornpaw Sports, and you get a $25 gift certificate. What's that? Oh, it's good. I'll use small words so that you'll be sure to understand, you warthog faced buffoon. S- small wood. <laughs> All right. Well, so next week is the uh, Eagles preview show. It's going to be a part. 2018 Eagles preview show is next week. We're going to be right celebrating the, the oh, Super yeah. Bowl oh, yeah, yeah. again. Yep. And obviously, I think we all know where, who we're predicting to win it. So it's not even going to be – it's going to be like a de- decision for the rest of the division. It's basically what it will come down to. Uh, we'll see what happens. All right. There we all go. Right, we'll see you guys next week. Mike, close us out, brother. Hold on. Give me one second. Wait close us it, out. Wait for wait, it. One, Penis. two, three. Do it again. Penis. Out. <laughs>